Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Smash Pop. Welcome to Smash Pod, a podcast celebrating all the Bond films by those who enjoy, hate, or, you know, just aren't asked about them. Hosted by me, John Rain. We'll be delving deeply into Bond, tackling a different film each episode with an exciting guest by my side. Now, episode 15 brings us a brave new world of total daltonation. Wave goodbye to the eyebrows and say hello to headbutts, grouchiness, and awkward gag deliveries. Yes, it's the living daylights. And joining me on this new frontier is the excellent Guardian TV journalist, Julia Rayside, who can be found on Twitter as JN Rayside. Hello, Julia. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. I'm not going to spell that surname. You just have to find it. It's not spelt like you'd imagine, though. No. As I found out every single time I've told someone my name since the beginning of my life. Not yeah. like West Side. N- well, no, the side bit is. Yeah. And then... It'd be good if it was the beginning bit was spelt right and side was spelt wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think just it, it's a bane of my life. Yeah. Sick of spelling my name. That's why I married someone called Morris. Everyone knows how to spell that. Well, I know this for a fact. You're a Dalton fan. It's, it's a bit more than a fan. Fanatic. I think, well... Which is the same thing. I'm slightly cautious this, this whole podcast is going to just be my hormones <laughs> exploding. <laughs> but I think, it, you know, when you fall in love with a particular Bond or a particular Bond film, obviously it's got a lot to do with where you were in your life when you first saw it. Yeah. And the film we're going to talk about is, you know, it's 87. I was 12 mm-hmm. and hormones may have played a role. Um, I think all the Bonds up till then hadn't really been of an age that I thought core. No. But that all changed with Dalton completely. Yeah, I yeah. had a similar thing. This was the second Bond film I saw. Mm-hmm. I was 10. Okay. And I walked in not knowing there was a new Bond. Ah, oh, that must have been weird. Yeah, I just, I think my mum, we were in Chester. My mum went, do you want to go and see the new James Bond film? And I said, yeah, yep. thinking it was going to be Roger Moore. Uh-huh. And I went in and then there was this very handsome debonair chap. Extremely And I handsome. thought, I, I like this man very Good. much. Good, so, so he appealed to, that's interesting, he appealed to men as much as he did women. But... Well, because when I saw View to a Kill, I was, what, eight? Yeah. And there's this, even then I thought, this is an old chap. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. definitely. I mean, with all due respect, he, I mean, he, and he did it brilliantly uh, right up until the end. But it was very much a breath of fresh air, 
this new young that the opening shot while well, the, the the kind of star entrance of Dalton <clears throat> in the living daylights where he's clinging to the rock of Gibraltar mm. and we just see him very briefly from the back and then he his SAS colleague is falling down the cliff face yeah. and he turns to see where the noise is coming from and I don't think I've ever seen anything more beautiful than his face yeah. on that rock in that moment he just was a very very pretty man he still is actually still got it yes and they yeah. designed that sequence to be like because obviously pre-internet to yeah. make the viewers think is that the new bond exactly is that the new bond yeah 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 very clever no that's the new bond yeah yeah, yeah. and he knew the minute he turned around even if you didn't know there's a new one you know that's bond yeah he just looks like bond very and underrated. i like the bit where he looks at that monkey <laughs> i love the bit where he looks at the monkey because when his friend he, 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 <laughs> he finds his fallen comrade yeah and then that monkey comes along and he gives Surprise him a look for a second him, yeah. like did you do this <laughs> <laughs> and the monkey has the good sense to get out of there yeah. before yeah. he employs all of his spy techniques to t- get the truth out of him yeah yeah but he is he is brilliant and you know just for the record this is my favorite bond we're at now what seriously i mean no actor. one ever said oh i see no they me too no dalton definitely my favorite mm. bond and again it's about when you come to it isn't it i think yeah. but um I, i've never met anyone who said that too so Mm. Hooray! Hooray! Yeah, this is totally. You know, for me, it's like as a ten-year-old, impressionable ten-year-old boy. Yeah. My heroes at the time were Christopher Reeve's Superman. Yeah, obviously. And Harrison Ford as Han Solo and naturally. Yeah. And then Dalton comes along. I'm like, right, yeah. you're in there. He's, yeah. He is my in my triumvirate of men I would have sex with. Really? Yeah. Wow. Reeve Ford Dalton. Well, in what order? No, let's well, not do this now. At the same time, of course. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, he's in like my one umbra of men I'd have sex with. <laughs> right. Well. I just, I just adore him. I watched all of Penny Dreadful on Sky Atlantic just to spend some more time looking at him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I love him a lot. He is very good. He's the absolute boy. How do you mean? Well, he's like you know to use the Corbyn vernacular. Oh, I see. Oh God, so yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not up on Corbyn vernacular. No, but is that is that a thing to describe like the ultimate guy? I think so. I don't, okay, I don't cool. know either. <laughs> I was trying to sound like down with the youth. But... <laughs> Let's not try and do that. You, you and yeah. I both have grey hairs. Let's not do it. Yeah. But the, the first time I ever saw Dalton was. He did a Jane Eyre, a BBC Jane Eyre. Uh, must have been, I suppose, just before he did Bond, I guess. He was obviously Mr Rochester. And, you know, that does something to a girl. Your first Mr Rochester will always stay with you. Sounds like a sort of Mr Universe type thing. <laughs> yeah, Mr he was. Rochester. 1985. <laughs> no, he's, um, <laughs> he's this Byronic, brooding, miserable man living in a giant manor house. And Jane Eyre goes to be his young ward's governess. And, mm. uh, and then she's plain and Quakerish and she, should, he shouldn't really fancy her. But somehow he does. And it's just fantastic. Yeah. Complete brilliance female escapism sort of uh, fantasy thing going on there and obviously I, as a as a youngster I just I thought he was ultimately gorgeous and uh, so for me obviously if when someone said who should be the new James Bond there was only one answer mm. it could only be Dalton well I first saw him in Flash Gordon oh did you of course yeah. yes 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 Prince, Prince Baron. Baron yeah yeah no, yeah no I had seen that I think maybe I maybe I'd seen him in that but he didn't have maybe I wasn't hormonal then that didn't have the impact on me that, that this did but he had a moustache he had an Errol Flynn moustache he did didn't quite he attractive. yeah yeah and no, he looked quite swashbuckly but obviously I also remember that film for having Peter Duncan in it from Blue Peter yep. yeah with he the green blood coming out of his arm yes yeah. exactly put your hand in the alien tree goo thing the and last episode of Duncan Dares there where he died <laughs> yes, yes it's very sad that he did actually die yeah. so soon after filming which yeah, is spoiler uh, alert if you're going to watch Duncan Dares <laughs> the last episode he dies poor Peter Duncan poor Peter Duncan <laughs> all I remember about Peter Duncan I don't know if you remember so we've gone on a tangent here but we're going to do this a lot I have a feeling yeah, yeah. in Blue Peter he had a baby baby Lucy do you remember this no and they had like every week he'd be like 
going on about his baby, and he was very excited about it. Obviously. I don't remember this. But you'd always go, there'd always be like a little video diary of him and his baby at home, <laughs> to the point where, you know, I was a kid, I was like, oh, shut up about your baby. <laughs> like rolling your eyes. Yeah, no one likes babies with yeah, their kids. It's no. like really boring. They are boring. Well, they are yeah. boring. I'm yeah. an adult. I think babies are boring. Yeah, no, they are quite dull. It's a bit. It's fun when they start talking, but up to that yeah. point, it's just a bit. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's just the journey to get where you're going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this film kicks off with, as we say, uh, lots of double O's being dropped out of a plane to do it's a, it's a, a training exercise. It's a spy stuff. It's really, it's exciting. And we find out that the, the new M is an idiot because yes. he has a desk on a plane <laughs> and then gets surprised when the door door opens and the papers get blown everywhere. That's right. He's got, I imagine there's like a decanter of whiskey that's not nailed down. Yeah. Just like, yeah, just they open the, the cargo door to like let them all jump out and suddenly all of his papers They even get strap him in. The, the, the guy comes up to him and straps him in so he's not going to fall out of the plane. Yeah, yeah. And at that point you think, oh shit, my paper's there. <laughs> yes. It's a thing called a paperweight, M. Look into it, you know. It's nice. It's like they're not. This is this is another myth about the. I think the Dalton bomb because they talk about him going back to the the original Fleming and being mm. quite serious. Mm. There's so many laughs in this film, like so many laughs. It feels and it's like it's not a, scared of the no. Funny. They feel like the writers have gone in not knowing Dalton's going to be Bond. Yeah. And they thought, well, we better put some more more esque yeah. jokes. In yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dalton's obviously got there probably late in the day, I think, because he came from Brenda Starr. Yeah, I Star. think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was going to be Pierce Brosnan, as everyone knows. Yes. And then Dalton was like, Pierce Brosnan couldn't do it. So I'm not being rude to Piers, but thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, We've yeah. never had... We only we had Hedden for two films, but um, like we said, uh, most underrated and the best Bond, yes. I believe. So he's probably got there late in the day, looked at the script, and being Timothy Dalton's probably gone, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. All yeah. right, I'll do I'm it. I'm a serious actor. I will not do these stupid lines. <laughs> as long as I can say bloody and busted a lot. Yeah, I know. I, that, that, no, don't, because that actually makes me feel a bit peculiar when, yeah. he, when, he, yeah, when the accent creeps in. It's yeah. very exciting. It's brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, they all drop down, and we meet the, one of the first double O's we meet, the one who gets shot and looks annoyed about it, is Glyn Baker, Stanley Baker's son. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh, so you, you know all this brilliant stuff. I didn't know he's that. He's also in Return of the Jedi. Doing what? Is it uh, under a mask or some kind of... No, he's like a Death Star lackey. Oh, OK, fair enough. Yeah, one yeah. of the guys in the little caps. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't last long. No. Yeah. And then, um, we, as we talked about before, this double O climbs up the wall and we meet our assassin... Yep. Who kills the double O, and the double O has that unfortunate affliction where he falls to his death and turns into a dummy. <laughs> I know. Which, you know. Which is was lucky because it probably hurts less when you hit the deck. Exactly. If you've already dummified on the descent. If so. it would be like a Benny Hill thing, you know, where you land and then it cuts <laughs> and then you're a person. And you know it's not going to hurt. You get back hurt. up again. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. You, you dust yourself off and go, phew. And then get chased by some gantly clad ladies. Exactly, exactly, to the appropriate music. <laughs> uh, with a waiting bald man to slap on the head. <laughs> yeah, so then we meet, we see Dalton and he's very cross. That's probably my favourite thing about his Bond, mm. is that he's just so furious at the whole time. And again, I know that's a very sort of, that's the Fleming Bond sort of coming coming back again, but he's, everything's just really getting on his tits for pretty much the whole film. Especially which I, when Cara wants find. her cello. Yeah, I know, exactly. And he's, it's sort of that, that beautiful little relationship they established really early on, mm. where she's sort of, she's very, she's very sort of young in this, I and mean, she can plays it very sort of young and innocent mm. initially. And he, it's like her dad going, we're not going back for you. No, we're not going back for you. Okay, yeah. fine. And it's just a really... It's a really sweet sort of dynamic they have to start with. It almost spoils it when they kind of fall for each other because actually I quite like that sort of like it's almost like a teenager and, and her dad. Yeah. It's kind of quite cool. Although interestingly in this film, it's one of the first ones for a long time where Bond only has one lady. Yeah, I know. And it's a very much, yeah, he's a monogamous Bond and he's a he's a Bond in love. I mean, as much as he can allow himself to be in love. Mm. He doesn't, they don't do it until we've established that there's a connection and he really likes her and she really likes him. And it's, I suppose, maybe again, because I saw this when I was 12, I thought that was lovely. Mm. Well, <laughs> I is... thought, oh, if, he, if I went out with him, he'd probably just go out with me and nobody else like you do when you're 12. So, um, yeah, I think the philandering Bond wouldn't have, wouldn't have spoken to me quite so much as a, 
a pre-teen, I don't think I'd have liked him quite as much. Well, as a 10-year-old boy, I was convinced that he would be my best friend. Yeah, definitely. Mm. I know, I mean, I think he would be. I'm still sure. convinced of that now. <laughs> I, th- I think one day we will meet him mm. and I'll be his girlfriend and yeah. he'll probably be his best mate. Best that's going to happen. Yeah, I'd quite like that. <laughs> one of my friends was in, um, was in a film with him and she got to play his secretary. Mm. And like, I think literally all she did was at some, in one of the scenes, she got to perch on the edge of his desk. And genuinely, whenever I see her, it's like all I can do not to scratch her eyes out. Yeah. Because, you know, she's been that close to Dalton and that's that's hard for me to deal with still <laughs> I think we all know who that is now don't we you've given that away I know I know yeah and the best thing about Dalton especially as a 10 year old child is that one of the first things he does is he puts a stamp literally on this part he headbutts somebody well, really brilliantly again which is not sort of what his bond's remembered for no I think because people think of him as the actor and he's kind of brooding and, and sort of always slightly furious they don't realise he's he's as physical as every other bond well he did um, all the stunts yeah exactly and they got very cross with him about exactly. it Exactly. Apart from that, he can't have been on the back of the netting on the, in the plane at the end. No, that would have been no, no, no. absolutely suicidal. But yes, um, uh, quite surprising for someone who said, but I guess he's very method, I suppose. He's on top a, of a, that uh, Land Rover at the beginning. Yeah, which is absolutely amazing. I yeah. mean, again, again, this this film, I think I watched it again only recently. I'd forgotten how full of action it is. I actually watched it with my son, who's not quite eight. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes with a film that's a bit pitched too old for him, mm. they, well, there'll be bits where, I don't know, there'll be some generals talking or there'll be, you know, some dry scenes where he'll just have wandered off and lose interest mm. this film barely pauses for breath it's just constant yeah. action and then a bit of romance and then back to the action again the set pieces are just i think it's it's so jam-packed yeah it is it's my favorite bond film as well as my favorite bond I it's think. brilliant everything about it is here it's got the last john barry score best um, theme yeah john barry and i'm not gonna pronounce this right but power actor from aha writing and the, the, the theme together and they didn't get on together at all. did they not no, he hated them seriously yeah. he didn't like aha no that makes me sad well they still came up with a brilliant song mm. And obviously at the time I also loved Aha, so the marriage of the two, you know, it was... Uh, if you notice, he doesn't use their theme very much. No, he uses he the Pretenders theme. The Pretenders are throughout, aren't they? Isn't it the Pretenders playing on the um, Walkman every time yeah. the baddie like, um, kills someone with his... <laughs> Is there a more 80s way to assassinate someone than with a Walkman? Mm. <laughs> just like, I really loved all he the He loves his Walkman, he's got it on all the way through the film. Yeah, he just, just clearly a sociopath, he just doesn't like other people, but really likes the Pretenders, like, a lot. He loves the Pretenders. Yeah, just that one song, that's all he listens to when he's killing people. But yeah. I'm guessing that Barry wanted the pretenders and wasn't allowed to have them, which is why he the hates end credits, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, that's that. I mean, I didn't realise that, and that's that's now slightly tainted it for me. But no, I, I think I think that Bond theme. I listen to it. I listen to Aha still quite a lot because I'm you know yeah. I'm of that age now. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking back, but yeah. um, uh, I think it, I think it stands up there among the best of them. Maybe whatever the sad backstory. Maybe you couldn't hack it. Oh. As an Aha Hark joke. It. <laughs> Come on, we can get away with that. Take two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but the best thing about, yeah, we have the Land Rover chase because we get the lovely name of Smietspionum. Yeah, you, you can say that. I can't. If I try and say it, it sounds like, I don't know, like I've sneezed. Smietspionum. I wanted to call this podcast Smietspionum. Did you? Yeah. That would have been cool. I got warned off it. People just said it's too niche. I, th- I, th- I think you went for the right name in the end. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you can call that, it that secretly. But like, no. I like it because it's more rewarding when John Reese davis said it later. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Or when it's written on a balloon. Yeah. I always find after, just after I've killed someone, I like to leave a balloon behind with code words on it. Better if it's a balloon animal. But yeah. imagine, that's like now all I can think of is he's, he's at home like preparing the balloons, blowing them up, choosing which colour to write the coded message on. It's like what a weird preparation for. Uh, well, again, this goes back to Moonraker with <laughs> the man and the uh, coffin throwing knives. Yes. He's, pretty, he's yeah. made all that in his garage. It's a lot of effort. Yeah. That, but everyone in Bond always goes the extra mile. Like the 
villains mm-hmm. with their kind of sharks and you know the, all Funnily the elaborate enough, the only person he doesn't is Bond. Yeah, that's true. He just saunters in like ch- like sort of checks his cuffs and you know. You'd be really annoyed. It's like organising your child's birthday party and then not really giving a shit about <laughs> he it. He just doesn't appreciate the effort. Come on. If he actually could just sit down and have a proper chat with any of those villains, they'd say, "Look, I just want you to notice. <laughs> I'm here. I'm doing all of this for you. Yeah. <laughs> not a word of thanks." Whitaker yeah. would be like, "We wrote on a balloon for you. We made a little <laughs> label." Exploding milk bottles, come on. <laughs> yeah, and, and all of his war toys at the end, like sort of with, with real bullets and cannons and, you know, that, that's a lot of preparation. Yeah. A simple thank you would go a long way, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Probably could have solved all these problems. <laughs> so, yeah, Bond, Bond stops the assassin by blowing him up and then lands on that yacht. That's one of my favourite, like, I think moments of the 80s. It's a great introduction, isn't it? It's, it's superb. Because, again, if you're not quite sure if he's going to be just a hard man who's got no time for the usual Bond sort of sideshow, the kind of the women and the, the quips and stuff, yeah. you get it all. You get a yacht, the 80s. It's basically that Duran Duran video. <laughs> Rio kind of lands on a yacht amazing looking woman complaining that all, all the men she knows are boring and then she just kind of waggles a glass of champagne at him he's like make that too very was, awkwardly though yeah no very very awkwardly it was very much you could see Roger Moore doing a much better job in that moment it's yeah it's it's kind of a very quick fast delivery method of saying don't worry save pair of hands same as usual he's going to be the same bond but just with a few tweaks and it's disproved what I just said before because there's really two women he slept with now isn't it I forgot about well, that we don't know that they sleep together I'm like it's like a bit of light fingers and tops and then he's, he's only got an hour <laughs> he's, he's got to get going <laughs> What? <laughs> Let's just, just say light fingers and tops, yeah. 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 Well, John and I have only just met, he's yeah. blushing. Yeah, well, I was thinking that, and then you said it. So, I actually thought something to. like that, I thought maybe just a mutual masturbation. I won't say that. Okay, no, you went there, right, yeah. okay, good. Um, yes, well, I just thought, you know, Bond sort of said to her, you know, I'm sorry, but my friend's just been murdered. Yes. I've got two hours though. I, I'm VV sad, but okay, yeah. go on then. Yeah. <laughs> You're offering. But Is you that get, Bond yeah, First awkward delivery, which I, as I've always said, they, they kind of fall out of his mouth rather than be, yeah. you know, he says, exercise control or report in an hour. <laughs> yes. And then she's dubbed. She's dubbed really badly. Because in the trailer, you see she's an American. Oh, yes, And then of in the course, film, she's like, oh, I've it's forgotten. so boring here, Margot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't really it, work. It, it, ne- it never works. It always, it's like, it always slightly removes you from the action. But, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's a throwaway moment. It's just a quick way to let you know that, you know, don't worry, he's, he's, he's still old shagger. <laughs> it bothers me. If I was John Glenn, I'd have been said, Tim, can you do that again? Because it's very starchy. <laughs> Maybe that was like the 57th go of it and it's just like you know what just one of those will do let's just move on I'm a Shakespearean actor I'm guessing he deliberately stuffed it up because he's a Shakespearean actor I reckon between takes he was very much like he is in Toy Story 3 <laughs> is it the hedgehog when I yeah. watched his character was, yeah, was yeah. Mr Snuffle Bumps something, or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. the thespian yeah. Soft stuffed toy yeah yeah. And I reckon it, it, the best of all is better make that too because he pronounces every single T your impressions are actually quite on point I've been working on it for a long time wait till you get to license to um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So then he gets to. Uh, we have the brilliant opening sequence. Yep. With the song, and then we get to Vienna. Is it Vienna? Uh, Bratislava. Bratislava. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. I beg your pardon. Come on. Sorry. No, you're Bond. No, I'm, it's I'm, your doing job. The, I'm doing the impressions here, not the details. Actually, that's true. It's fine. I can keep an eye on the whole the, the travel arrangement. And we see Jaime Henderson from Mr. Jolly Lives Next Door. Oh, is that who it is? Yeah. See again. Didn't know that. Did yeah. not know that. Which is brilliant. Which explains the exploding milk bottles. That's probably where they got them from. I did like the exploding milk. That, 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 the chief weapon of the KGB. Exploding milk bottles. Jaime, <laughs> Jaime Henderson's taken delivery of exploding milk bottles. A wacky dairy when it opens. Uh, so. Oh, yeah, he meets on the opera, and then you, you just get this lovely sequence of 
Bond again being quite... He's grumpy, but um, yeah. I've forgotten what his name because I keep calling him Jaime Henderson. <laughs> I forgot, let's just call him Jaime Henderson. <laughs> well, he, the guy he meets? Yeah. Oh, the, well, the English, the English yeah, agent. the grumpy one, you know. Oh, the one who gets the later on with yeah. the glass door. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I can't remember, sorry. Um, no. I can't remember his name. No. Yeah, he was good. He was kind of like a good workman-like... Well, it's great because then they Don't have... steal the limelight kind of... Yeah. <laughs> super super secret agent, wasn't Sorry, it? old wasn't man, great. section 26, paragraph 5. <laughs> Need and to he know has that basis only. right back in his face, doesn't he? And he says, you missed deliberately, <laughs> which is one of my favourite lines. <laughs> but does he say, did I miss this? Does Because doesn't he say, I scared the living daylights out of her? He does. Well, I was watching it yesterday and for some reason, I think my son probably distracted me. I was like, where's the line? Where's the line? He does say I it. I think I missed it. Because that's when he says, the girl didn't know one end of the rifle from another. <laughs> that's it. If they fire me, I'll thank them for it. Stuff my orders. <laughs> yeah, you see, Rogue Bond. Rogue yeah. Bond is always the and most And then he exciting. says, whoever she was, I must have scared the living daylights out of That's it, that's yeah. it. So and that going... should have been when the credits started. I know, exactly. That should be your <laughs> moment, shouldn't it? But but... We get Jerron Crab. Crab yeah. yeah, yeah, Crab. Who I love. He's awesome. Yeah. He's really good. And he plays this part brilliantly because he the, the, kind of that switch from yeah. eccentric kind of champagne swilling. Uh, loves of like slightly overly, <laughs> overly fought, like performed Russian to this really nasty, cowardly shit um, is actually quite effective. When he tells her later on that she's going to go to the Siberian orchestra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard their their repertoire is, you know, good. (laughs) Is it something if a little bourgeois? (laughs) It's like, you shit. You're going to make her play shit music in a shit orchestra, you shit. Yeah, yeah. that's like, that's the worst thing he could possibly have done. Yeah. And he also does that line later on with like, I told you, (laughs) I told you. (laughs) The reason I'm a jukebox for this film, it was the first video I Owned. Oh, I see. So, so you I saw it in the cinema and then I bought it and over then I just and watched it a lot. Yeah. I, th- I don't think I ever got it on VHS. I think it might have been a DVD. But yeah, so I, th- I definitely saw it in the cinema and then I must have seen it again since then. I guess maybe it was the, the early days of DVD. We probably got like the Bond box sets and yes. started consuming them again. But yeah, so Car- we see Cara as a sniper, but we later on find out she's got blanks. Yeah. Which is always kind of... What's the plan there? I know, I know. It's is, very is confusing. She's supposed to be on. murdered. Is, are they trying to get rid of her at that point? I don't know. Obviously, it's supposed to be that. So it's a fake. So don't ask me to explain it. So it's a fake defection. Yeah. And she's supposed to make it look like he's being stopped from defecting. Uh-huh. So it, the whole thing is just a big theatrical setup. Mm. To kid the British? I don't know. I think she was basically disposable, wasn't she? Yeah. So they're making it look like she's. Oh, cheating they're making him. it look like uh, Pushkin was behind it all, aren't they? Yes. So, like, so the British will kill Pushkin. Yes, I won't pretend to have followed the whole thing all the way through because I was too busy going. He is so pretty. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, 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 basically yes. It was all yeah, a big. I've setup. probably seen this three hundred times, but all the time I'm just thinking. <laughs> Get to the next bit with Dalton. I don't really I know, care. I know. I yeah. know. Get to the get to the cello case down the snowy slope. And so Dalton, obviously, he scrubs the uh, defection <laughs> plan of yes. uh, putting him in the boot first place they'll look. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. Um, drives him to uh, Julie T. Wallace. Yeah. And her mammoth bosoms. She's brilliant. Mm. And she doesn't. Have, in my memory, she oh, she really overdid the whole Russian like weightlifter woman thing. But she yeah. she doesn't at all. Actually, she's quite cool. No. And her yeah. boss is Harold Shipman. Yeah. Who gets smothered <laughs> in, in breast. <laughs> smothered in her unhoused. Bosoms. Yeah. yeah, and, and um, yeah, they put. Uh, I was trying to explain to my son what was happening. He was just like, <laughs> "Oh, she's just uh, she's just distracting him. Uh, just he can't see past the you know cuddle. just uh, yeah yeah yeah." Mm. <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't say that at all. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, I've just written here that he was literally smothered in tits. Smothered it's, in tits. I imagine they said that in the script. There's, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actress has to be capable of just. 
That's the yeah, sound effect that goes with that. Could you go and dub that over <laughs> my copy, please? Gladly. Yeah, but yeah, um, so they put Georgi yep. in the uh, pig. They, they, they put him in like a little metal coffin, yeah. which it genuinely makes me slightly hyperventilate because I, I, I don't think of myself as that claustrophobic, but underground in a tight... No, 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 no. That would freak me out. So it makes me feel rather unpleasant. I'm glad it's over quite quickly. Because then he says the amazing lines, pigs, borscht, cake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which is my favourite. I know, I know. Actually, the script is pretty... Sometimes it's a lot better than it needs to be, I think. Yes. When she um, says, you know, if it goes over this level, he would turn into borscht. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the food references, yeah. Just Relax, really Yogi. <laughs> A pipeline to the west. I kind of just want you to perform the whole film while I'd I sit quietly. To. Okay, cool. Can we do a special side cross? <laughs> yeah, I think we should. Yeah, yeah the extended version. But yes. the last thing you would want to see if you're in that claustrophobic environment mm-hmm. is Q's hands bearing down on you. <laughs> really. coming, coming towards your face. You mean at the other end? He says, welcome to the west. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it would be quite a terrifying way to arrive. Yeah. And then he's immediately... That's what I love about this film. There's no, there is no let up. There's no ex- explanation. He's just then dragged out of this pipe, yeah. uh, shoved in a flying helmet, and like wham, you know, rammed into a Harrier jump jet, which yeah. then immediately takes off vertically through the roof of some incredible-looking building. Um, it's just, it's just all so big and kind of, and it's get, quite camp. Yeah. I mean, I know Bond is camp, but this is like, it doesn't, it doesn't make any apology. It just says, and the next set piece is coming, and, and you don't get any sort of preparation time. It just one links to another. And but I Dawson really sells like it beautifully because yeah. he, he's, uh, he's having a passport checked and he just yeah. looks up and like yep sorted yeah yeah, yeah yeah he's 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 so good at the kind of the understated moments and the playing it cool moments which obviously make a good bond you have to look like this is all a walk in the park and yeah. there is literally no effort being expended at all and he does that brilliantly and then um meets up with Jaime Henderson again and, and <laughs> parrots his his speech back to him you know he, he does. sorry old man that's that's again that's a really nice moment because that's him mm. just asserting taking charge like they've basically given him like a jumped up assassin's job yeah. which is like this is James Bond you don't just give him a gun and say shoot that well he sniper. even says doesn't he why did, they, yeah. why did he ask for me yeah and obviously it's all part of the, the setup, and also the film's about him so he's just being stupid really yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. no that's a this is him reass- like reasserting like I'm not I'm not just a hired gun here like I'll deal with this you run along and yeah. I, I love the way he leaves Jaime Henderson standing there with this massive gun with the yes. sight strapped to it going Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> so he has to then, you know, obviously go and deal deal with that, and Bond just takes control, and that's very—I won't lie—it's very—it's very attractive. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Well, you're, I mean, you're on the same page here. We both want to basically hold his hand and look into his eyes. So. <laughs> I'd like to go around Legoland with him. <laughs> Would you? Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm okay. just trying to imagine that. Oh, because he's got a few quid. I'd like him to take me to Disneyland. Yeah. Go on yeah. Space Mountain with But like him. after it was shut, like no queuing. Absolutely. So he could just out. Yeah, no, I imagine he'd be just, yeah, they'd, they'd shut the park for he'd him. He'd say, Mr. Dalton, why are you here? He'd say, sorry, old man. <laughs> Section 26, paragraph 5. I'm sure you understand. At which point everyone would just go, absolutely, whatever mm. you say, sir. Yeah. I'd like to see him play Bond again now, actually, like old Bond. Yeah. I could genuinely see that. He's Because he's still got the gravitas and the kind of, uh, the, you know, the, obviously the charisma. And I think it's actually improved with age. Don't give them ideas because they'll probably make him like Bond's mm. dad. Oh, or no, something. no, that, not, not like the whole Connery, Indiana Jones thing, which did actually work quite well. Uh, but no, 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 not, not, not like in a dad role, just like I want to see him being, being Daniel again. Craig's dad, though, because they're both sort of from that area of the world, both sort of scousers. So. And... It could work, it could work. But you're not supposed I to see Bond's see it, parents. No, 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 no. I just want him to be Bond again. So I, want to, mean... I want it to be 87 again, is what I'm basically saying, I think. Oh, God. Yeah, no, that that's nice. what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be really cool. Mm. So then we get, we, 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 he goes to Q's lab. 
Oh, no, before that, we meet Miss Moneypenny. Oh, right, yes, and Moneypenny's different. I don't like her. I don't think it works. She's like, she's supposed to be, you know, the contrast to all the women who perhaps would usually throw themselves at Bond. Yeah. And although they've made her, it's that annoying thing, that they've made her a geek because she's wearing glasses. Yeah. But she's obviously, like, phenomenally beautiful. And she's just really quite sexually aggressive. Yeah. And sort of was like, do you want to do it with me sometime? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's kind of like, no, it's okay. And then she kind of chews her lip, like, "Mm, next time. It's like, no, 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 it's supposed to be, it's a lot, it's a lot more British their relationship is unspoken and kind of cheeky and like well, don't just you know turn to this is it like a sign of the times that she's supposed to be an empowered woman well the old money penny was like she worked on the front desk at an impotence lab you know <laughs> yeah. it's like she knows nothing's ever going to happen but she yeah. gives him the idea this thing yes. will happen just to improve his self-esteem yeah yeah you know this man's Absolutely. never going to attain an erection but i'll make him feel like he's <laughs> sort of like a, a fluffer <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> okay yeah. cool whereas this money penny is just like mm-hmm. just, do you want to wank you off now literally yes. she would but, go in a cupboard you mustn't think that about her no. but she would go into a cupboard with him any time he's just Absolutely. gestured towards it ever so slightly with his eyebrow which again and that's in, not in the middle penny. of an AIDS outbreak yeah it's really odd timing isn't it it's really yeah. strange um, but uh, and, and again maybe that was the whole thing behind him being well, a bit so more monogamous this time does oh I don't remember that yeah she says um, well if it's music you'd like perhaps you'd like to come around and listen to oh, my that's Barry, the Manilow. Barry Manilow records oh god that bit actually made me eat my and own he puts ears her glasses when... back on crooked and then just slaps her on the bum that's not good is it no. again that's that's putting him in a slightly fatherly position to that's a bit weird isn't it's it a bit Roger Moore I think again. just yeah um, I'm going to edit that out of my version of the film in my brain yeah and I'm sure he hated doing every second of that I and bet he uh, did. Yeah, he smokes a lot in this as well. He does smoke again. Surprising because um, I'd forgotten that, and you don't. I mean, it depends from bond to bond, doesn't it? But he—it's just like it's eighty-seven. It's just smoking. It's just part of his. Well, Sean obviously did because it was the sixties and everyone yeah, smoked. Yeah. And Roger smokes a few cigars every now and then. Yeah, but he it obviously wasn't, a, wasn't a cigarette smoker. But Tim, oh. yeah, I know he did. Yeah, he, he liked he liked to puff, and he also had a, a good a good martini cap. My favourite drink, not mm. just because of Bond, is is a properly dry really cold martini and actually when um roger moore died and he uh, there was lots of lots of old articles that he'd, he'd sort of been involved in were republished on on the net and there was the, the guardian did a brilliant one just his him describing his perfect like how he made a martini uh, which we obviously now in our house call a roger and it's you know you freeze the glass half an hour beforehand it's all so involved and it is genuinely the best martini i've ever had and dalton dalton's bond a couple of good martinis in this which i would like to see as a kind of the trademark is judiciously used but it, it needs to be there for me. I can't have Bond without them. I get the impression Tim doesn't like martinis. I don't know. I mean, it was not really my weird. Tim. Well, the, well, not your Tim. I think he does. <laughs> I think he does. Although in, in the, it, it was really weird when she... Is it at the end she makes him a martini? No, no, no. When they're in that hotel somewhere mm. and she makes him a martini and he drinks it in one, which is like, that's not how... But apart from that, no, I like I like the suggestion that that's his favourite drink because I can sort of imagine us drinking them together, you know? Well, mm. Just not yeah. down in one. Like, come on, have some restraint. Absolutely. That's <laughs> That'll what... get you pissed really quick. He'd do that with money penny, though, wouldn't he? This new yeah, money penny. Yeah, right, uh, come on, then, over the yeah. desk. He wouldn't even use ice. It'd just be like, just here, squeak from this bottle. Right, let's go. <laughs> Give me some diamond white. Because um, then Q says uh, this phrase, we're making explosive teddy bears. <laughs> that was ridiculous. What are you talking about? That, that, that whole section is ridiculous. My son really enjoyed that. In fact, he, as mm. we were sitting down to watch it, he just sort of, sort of was asking my husband, um, are there any um, gadgets or, like, spy stuff or vehicles in this one as you would if you were seven going on eight and i said yeah there are loads but they're all really stupid but obviously he thought they were great so the ghetto blaster the teddy bear you know just princess diana features in this scene you know 
Princess Diana? Yes. Hang on, what? The, she visited the set. Oh. And you know the bit where they fire the ghetto blaster? Yes. The bit where the missile fires out and blows up a dummy? She pressed the button to fire that missile. Oh, gosh, I think that's ringing a bell, actually. And that's where you see that footage of her breaking a bottle over Charles's head. That's right. That's from The Living Daylight Which set. he really enjoyed and has a, such a poignancy now. And it was actually a real bottle and he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> yes, <laughs> It yes. wasn't a stunt one at all. He was replaced by somebody else after that. She killed him. God, Charles <laughs> is dead. <laughs> he was replaced by Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep stirring this uh, the, the theory pot up here, but yeah, yeah no, the, all the all the gadgets are pretty much crap. stupid. No, I mean, nothing is like invisible car crap, but they are. It's pretty stupid. He does kill someone he doesn't like very much. He asks him to sit on that sofa and it swallows him. <laughs> yes. So I'm imagining he never seen again. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. I think that that happened in real time, and the sofa really did just eat him. Yeah, uh, but then we see that we get the car. We haven't had the car for a few films yeah. now, not since like Fiore's only, I believe. Yeah. This one's good. This one's a really functional... Back to Aston Martin. Yeah, absolutely. Get rid of and... your fucking Lotus shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. None of, none of that nonsense. No. He's going, we're going old school classic. Mm. It's back to the, the proper Bond indicators. Yeah, it's a, it's a good car. It does some cool shit. Nothing too fancy. Nothing too silly. Just like the, the, the laser cutting the other car in half, the police, police car in half, yeah. is beautifully done. And the timing of it, just like they're looking, they're looking, they can't understand what the car next to them is doing. And then beat, beat and the car just splits in two. It was just, it's really, really well done. Salt corrosion. <laughs> Salt corrosion. So he says, I've had a few optional extras installed. <laughs> he goes well Scottish when he says that. He does. Yeah. Um, but I should point out as well that Q, during this whole sequence, he looks like he's enduring a period of rough sleeping after being kicked out <laughs> for hand-related dinner party embarrassments. Because <laughs> his hair's like... <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. They've gone full mad professor in this one, haven't yeah. they? They're trying to make him look sort of even, uh, ever more sort of eccentric as he gets older. I just like to imagine that his wife had put on a really nice party and said, look, <laughs> Please just not show anybody your hands. <laughs> and then he's got drunk and yeah. he's, got, he's basically yeah. just run through the party going, look at my fucking hands. <laughs> They're mad. And she's like, outside, yeah. sleep in the shed. Think right. about what you've done. Imagine on a bench, the newspaper for a pillow. <laughs> perhaps he's invented a bed. It would be bed. the Sunday Times, though. Yeah. In fact, he'd probably have a wacky shed, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, no, I think he probably does. In fact, yeah. probably, the sequence probably takes place in his wacky shed Yeah, I think, he, I think that's where he goes when, when Mrs. Hugh has been pissed off a bit. He'll go out and he'll tinker with his little inventions and you know maybe, maybe there'll be a little couch he can pull out there if she's you know yeah if she's locked him out for the night <laughs> he's probably she's probably got another fella mm. quite openly as well oh i'd have thought so yeah he yeah. wouldn't mind no his brain's full of other things he's mm. busy inventing stuff he's an mm. inventor inventors yeah. on film are always like that that's uh, just you know it's just who he is darling i've made you a sex aid <laughs> to use with philip <laughs> no thank you can you stay in the shed <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel so sorry for him. Don't. Okay, fine. Don't. It's, please don't. I just think he's adorable. Just think of the gadgets he makes. He's got no respect for himself. You shouldn't respect him. Um. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Then Bond goes to, uh, is it back to Bratislava where Carla is? Yeah, no, so I kept on writing down places because all the locations is until they get to until they get to warmer climes later on. Yeah. It's just also like Europe. Yeah. It's very cold. Eastern Europe. It's very, it's very kind of, it's not as kind of drab, drably sort of, the, the colour isn't as quite as washed out as I remember, but it is all very kind of 80s places you might go on a coach trip with your school. It's no, it's nowhere kind of like that glamorous. But yeah, he goes back to somewhere. And oh, also we've missed that Georgi was stolen again, haven't we? Yeah. So they kind of, the Russians, yeah. but not the Russians, it turns no. out to be that, that American man who's a bit like Donald Trump. Brad Whitaker. But cleverer. Yeah, yeah. Brad Whitaker's much cleverer than Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, so that yes, they, they the amazing plot where the, the man who really likes to pretend is comes in, uh, garrots the milkman with his walkman. Necros. Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> Just like basically the one who kills them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he is brilliant. He is an 80s like sort of underwear model, isn't he? Just kind of... That he was one... in Die Hard as well. Oh, was he? Yeah, he's one of the terrorists Oh, that's Die right. Hard. The one that's who right. says, yeah, the yeah, old yeah. for policemen. <laughs> him <laughs> feels like you're just like you've got like a data bank of voices yeah and when you do that's not your sound voice the same, though. yeah they yeah. do well yeah. it's lucky because you know yeah, yeah. i'm like um, um, mike yarwood in that respect <laughs> i remember him yeah. i'm old enough to remember him oh i should have said bobby davro yeah no yeah. he wasn't as good as mike yarwood Mm-mm. but um no no the necros la- later on when you see him um is, is it in tangier where where whitaker's got his base and he's kind of he kind of like you know pulls himself out the swimming pool in one swift movement tiny little pants wearing on. the smallest pants i've ever seen just yeah. like oh my god yeah you know there's something for everyone in this film there really is. is and joe don Baker Benk- for the older lady <laughs> indeed indeed absolutely. Couldn't even say his name i was so excited <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but back back to the so the exploding milk bottles. Yeah. Um, and actually that scene I really love because obviously it's he's he's been brought to this beautiful English country manor house. It's it's creamy old England, there's fields and sheep and it's all beautiful and um and they're kind of sitting around at a sort of big oak table. It's it's obviously so brilliant like for the American market for everyone just like this is what it's like in England all the time. And he brings in the, the hamper from Harris. Ha- yes, the using again using Bond as a basically a delivery boy yeah. seems a little bit unlikely but so yeah, some he brings of the items in, were questionable. I know, I know. So yeah. He supplied he's sort of like this sort of, uh, yeah, Bollinger caviar in his own. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, it's they've all also very... implied the uh, how to write a Russian here because yeah. he has a line where he literally says oh how you say yeah you know, they always used to do that the russians always, i have been always. to the how you say library yes yeah. yes yes exactly they always know the word but it's just always being polite saying yeah. I, i'm actually better at your language than you are but i'll i'll make it sound like i've had to think about it a bit <laughs> but it's yeah that that whole that whole kind of scene around the table it's all sort of uh british secret services is how they spend all of their time sitting in lovely old manor houses in the countryside yeah and then obviously uh, this plot uh, this this guy comes in throws his milk bottles away, blows everything up, garrots everyone with his Walkman, and then a, 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 
and then and then phones through a call to the security people um, after he's n- not not killed, but he's like he's done in that guy in the kitchen. He knocked him out. Um, who was carving up ham with a electric carving knife? Which just always you see, as soon as you see something like that, you think, and nothing in Bond that you see that that could be a weapon is not going to be used as a weapon. Like that's going to be used as a weapon. Also, is that, that the was... parrot from For Your Eyes Only? I yeah, wonder? what the hell was the parrot doing there? It didn't say give us a kiss. So no, it can't have been the same. No, parrot. no, just why put the parrot there at all? It's very confusing. But yeah. um, maybe me, yeah, maybe it was like a little a little uh, treat for someone for some fans who know something about. If Bond, it was that know. parrot, it stopped being such a sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give us a kiss. Yeah. All right, stop it now. Yeah. But yeah, so so that that whole escape thing is kind of again brilliantly elaborate. They don't hold back. There's no, there's, it's not just a, a bunch of guys in black coming in and shooting everyone and and then flying them out in a helicopter. It's so overly elaborate. And there's you know a fake uh, like ambulance helicopter and and exploding milk bottles. And it's just it's much more exciting. And it, they feel like they've gone the extra mile to entertain you while they're moving the plot along, which is always gratifying. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, then we get to uh, Brackets, Eastern Europe, mm. and Kara has been arrested by the secret police and then followed home. Yes, that's right. With her cello. And then released again. And a bit in the meantime, she's left her cello on the tram. Yes. Because Bond's following her. That's right, and he took it. And then, obviously, he opens the cello case and there's a... In the toilet, and he gets a very strange look from the toilet. <laughs> again, that seems really weird. Is he, is he fucking the cello? <laughs> That guy's probably seen some stuff. Yeah, I, well, I reckon he has, working in a public toilet in, mm. uh, in Bratislava, undoubtedly. Um, he should look at the camera and go, that's the new one on me! <laughs> I know. But again, the scene, so, when, so when, obviously, uh, Bond absconds with her and they, he sends her out in the hat and the coat with, yeah. with the cello case. Just, I, I, I'm stupid. I like, I'm impressed by that stuff. I like the kind of the, the propping the coat, the, the coat up around the cello case with the hat on top while they're escaping. And th- this whole bit is my favourite sequence of the film, just those two on the run for the first time. They've established this little team. And it's just, it's the most entertaining bit of the film by far, I think. It is, but you wouldn't take, why would you take an Aston Martin into a place full of larders and Skodas? Well, I mean, true, he, he's, he doesn't believe in, I mean, James Bond never really believes in blending in, does he? No. He's not a spy in the sense that he needs to, you know, assimilate himself. He doesn't need to, he doesn't need to become part of the background. I mean, that, that we forgot that brilliant bit, um, is it at the beginning, the, the original plot at the, at the opera, where he's wearing his tux and mm. his, his dicky... Dicky Dicky bow tie and yeah. his white shirt, and then to become the assassin, he just has a velcro thing that he pulls across to hide the white. So he's yeah. now wearing black. He doesn't have to compromise on style in order to do his job, no. which I really like. And the same goes for the car. He's like, a bit like Jeff Banks. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's exactly like Jeff he Banks, is, isn't he? And like yeah. in a parallel time zone, maybe Jeff Banks. No, no. he doesn't do the clothes show anymore. Oh, that's that's true. all I'm saying. I wonder what he does do now. International espionage. Shit! That's oh my god! Yeah. It's gone it's, downhill. It's a just bit. so obvious now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah clearly. And the clothes show is perfect cover because they get to go all around Europe. <laughs> they do. And I've seen his clothes in Debenhams, and they're dreadful. <laughs> so he's a real designer. It's clearly no, not his no, 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 uh, no. first job. Mm. But Bond walks into Carla's apartment and just starts speaking English, which I thought was a bit presumptuous. Well, I mean, don't all Brits abroad? Isn't that what we yeah. all do? Like, I've been to very few places around the world. I'm not a well-travelled person, but every time I go to anywhere in Europe, it's just it's it's shame making. You kind of go. Uh, I in a tassel like do you want a cup of tea mm. um, yes please yeah. thank you very much yeah. there's just no point they're all much better than we are 
Yeah. And he knows that, so, you know, I yeah. understand completely. Well, good for him. <laughs> good for him. He's way ahead of the Brexit curve. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, yeah, then we get this excellent sequence, as you say, where they get in his car. Yep. And then he's... She's really impressed that he can get the police scanner on his radio. <laughs> yes, I know. Really impressed. <laughs> it's like she obviously doesn't know any CB enthusiasts in But Brexit before they get to the scanner, he presses the ser- scan button, you know, search. Yeah. And she gives it a look like, what the fuck is that? Well, because I, I think... This is 87. That's a mm. digital radio. Mm. Did anybody have those then? I don't think so. No. That is the equivalent of, you know... 10 years before kind of pulling your sleeve back and there being a digital watch there you'd just be like what the hell is that yeah. do you have some kind of computer on your arm it's you know it would be very it would be supposed to a girl from advanced. eastern europe in 1987 exactly yeah. actually that's 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 pretty authentic i think yeah she'd be impressed by everything yeah yeah but the, i was so this going back to when i was a 10 year old the fact that there was a new james bond and he had his car super gadget car back yeah very exciting. It's yeah, it's it's kind of the best thing ever when you're that age, I think. I can't think of any, you know, any time I've sat down, down to a Bond film where I haven't been looking forward to those bits. And I also really used to like um do you remember Matt Helm, the Dean Martin kind of shit American Bond? Um, no. They they you should look at them sometime. They actually I did I did watch one a few years ago again hoping it would be just as exciting and it was slightly less exciting because it didn't have as many gadgets in it. Mm. But he I mean he was a proper proper shagger spy and he'd always just have things like um a huge search bed that kind of mechanically could roll across his room through his bathroom doors and then tip him into his waiting enormous like Olympic size swimming pool bath and you know it was that kind of stuff and he had a train with like a bar on it and stuff they're just just really cool things like that and I used to just watch those films just to see what gadgets he'd have this time and it's exactly the same with Bond I kind of yeah. I, I need to see so it's it's, it's escapism isn't it? it's like silly trickery and um, and things that you think, core, I'd love to have that at home. And I, that's that's kind of the appeal of it, isn't it? But this car is awesome. It is and totally it, it, awesome. It really upsets me every time it crashes. <laughs> I get, I, even now, I get upset. <laughs> they probably make like 10 of them, so know, it's fine. He has to abandon it and blow it up. I I'm know. just like, well, no, you always do this. Have I know. it till the end. I know, I know. But, you know, he has to use the car as a weapon. That's kind of what it's for. But so what's your favourite thing that the car does? I like the rocket booster when it jumps over the oh, thing. Oh, yeah, that is quite Actually, cool. the missiles are good as well when he uses the uh, air conditioning yeah. thing to target, even though you don't really need to. No, you not at all. Them ahead just of just fire going. them. It's probably going to be fine. Yeah. And I, but I, I did like, and it's, again, it's sort of an unexpected comic moment when they kind of jump, you know, over whatever and land in that boat shed or something on the edge of the lake. Yeah. And then just skid across the lake <laughs> inside a shed for a bit for no good reason. Just and then they're just about to blow up and he turns to her and says, it's time to leave. It's like, well, that, that's obvious, isn't it? <laughs> kind you stay here all day? Mm, no, no, no. You should have turned to her and said, travel Scrabble. Let's, let's play travel Scrabble. <laughs> I've, I found it a great hiding place in this lake. Yes, yes, that's what they should have done. But, you yeah. know, it's too late now. I've already cut that bit. Yeah. yeah. Is that, what is it, 30 years ago? It's 30 years it ago. It's 30 years. It premiered 30 years a couple of weeks ago. Sheesh. Yeah. Ooh. That's quite shocking. Yes. But mathematically sound. Yeah. I wish it weren't. I know. Yeah. Maybe we should stop talking <laughs> oh, about Bond. Time. And just, <laughs> <laughs> just try and think, look into time travel. But yeah, well, there's a great the, the one line Dalton does in this film that's a joke. But he, he does brilliantly. Oh yeah. Where because it's miserable. Just glad I insisted you brought that cello. <laughs> yes. Which is a brilliant line. It's very, very good. But yeah, then you get the uh, salt corrosion, atmospheric uh-huh. anomaly. Yeah. I've had a few optional extra installed. Yeah, and they're just, you know, they're throwaway. They're not terrific jokes. Wonderful but, you know. new safety glass. <laughs> Yeah. You know, that was actually the one that really jarred with me, I think. Because mm. he would, he'd be, re- I mean, obviously, he's at, at that point, I suppose, he's sort of trying to impress her because he fancies her. Uh, everyone knows he fancies her. He's like, no, 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 my interest in her is professional. But clearly, he just fancies her. He thinks she's a fucking idiot, though. And he does. Yeah. 
Yeah. And she is. I think he just lowers his standards the, like, the prettier she gets. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, she's an idiot, but pff, yeah. quite quite a nice looking one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he saw that that's, that's kind of the thing. A Bond wouldn't say that. You can see why they didn't last. Yeah. Because he's clearly more clever than she is. Oh, God, absolutely. Because he'd have taken her home and he'd have got, you remember that thing, the clapper? Yeah. Where you clap and it turns the lights. <laughs> he'd have taken that home and she'd have thought it was witchcraft. Yeah. And he could have felt like a wizard. <laughs> She's like, put the lights on. Hocus pocus. <laughs> wow. How did you do I that? Think, I think it would only be a matter of time before she realised that he's not that impressive, really. And, you know, maybe she'd meet another spy. And... She's kind of like the female Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> you know, you can w- whiz him with B days. Yeah. And all that, you know. Yeah, yeah. You think that's a knife yeah. no but um i yes they're a bad match really yeah. and there's always a strange you know father-daughter thing going on that doesn't quite work but i do buy you know through the, the stuff they've gone through by the end i do yeah, buy yeah, that yeah. There, there is affection i just don't buy this love necessarily because he's yeah. my best friend and he'd tell me yeah yeah if you'd there was know love. if he really liked her and he didn't i mean he wouldn't have to tell me much, no. <clears throat> i'd be able to see it in his eyes and <laughs> that's it just true wasn't there <laughs> Yeah, Tim, if you're listening, yeah, I'm here to have a chat about that. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to hear that chat. I think I'd probably just get a bit jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I call him Dolts. <laughs> Dolts. Yeah. All right, Dolts. <laughs> anyway. Oh, dear. I hope he so, never hears this. He'll have restraining orders by the year. Yeah, okay, cool. But I was, I, was, I was saying, you know they go down the hill in that cello? Yeah, Nigel Farage would be livid if he knew that you could get in a cello and go cross European borders. Yeah, and by just waving, waving a passport, your blue passport, and saying I've nothing to declare. Yeah, I, I mean he wouldn't be happy about that at all. If he'd have seen this on a dodgy TV and and, and the contrast was off and it made it look like her skin was mildly brown, <laughs> he would be livid. <laughs> if she weren't so painfully Aryan and blonde and white, yeah. then you know there would be yeah he'd be asking questions in Parliament uh, yeah. if they ever let him back in, which I hope they don't. Right. Yeah, no, it's but it's it's one of the best sequences all round, I think. Just to just make it it's so it's fun so much fun yeah. and 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 heading for the border and obviously they'd have been like down in a hail of bullets like they're crossing a border mm. but just the the whole gleeful fun of like throwing the cello up in the air and catching it and on the, the other echo. side and yeah just cello, cello, bri- cello. yeah absolutely yeah. brilliant and then just watching them just 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 you know whoosh off into the well not sunset but just off down the snowy slope and cutting away also it's, the it's bit we don't really... see is them hitchhiking to get into a big truck full of fruit <laughs> I know, I know. not very not so much fun. I'm sure no. somewhere a bit further down the mountain he had like a couple of jet skis. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and somehow he could ride a jet ski while holding a huge cello in yeah. one hand yeah. and, and her in the other and it was all fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously. Yeah. He always plans these things ahead. But then he takes it to Vienna, doesn't he? Yeah. To this swanky hotel. Yeah. And Buys her a dress like one of his prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. like, like Pretty Woman. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully takes business advice from her. <laughs> like in Pretty Woman. I know, right? The first person you'd ask business advice yeah. to was a prostitute. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, especially that one. I mean, she made a real killing. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, but then we cut to, we meet our, our main villain, as you said before, Donald Trump, i.e. Brad yep. Whitaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good old boy. He is. And this is another, this is another instance of Bond films, uh, you being in denial about Bond films. Mm. Because Burke Kwok, for instance, pops up in three or four Bond films. Yeah. And then Joe Don Baker is Brad Whitaker in this. And yep. then... Two films later, mm-hmm. he's basically the new Felix. Oh, he he's is. He's Jack Wade. Yeah. <gasps> and you're supposed to just go, oh, that's not Brad Whittaker, that's oh, Jack Wade. Even there must the have been, because there was quite a long period of time, wasn't there? After yeah. the second It was about six, six years, five so years. So I'm guessing they're just thinking, ah, six years, no one's going to remember. Yeah. And, you know, he just but it's change weird when you watch them in It's almost in like order. a rep company. It's like he's just he's just yeah. got a punch now and he's got a moustache. Just pretend it's not the same guy. Let's carry on. Yeah, Obviously, in my mind, John Reese davis has been in every Bond film. Is mm. that right? He was in every single one? He is James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because he, he's it's either that or Indiana Jones. It's, he's always 
He's always sort of that guy. He's, yeah. yeah. He, he doesn't get a lot of choice in the what and he's cast a tree. He's a tree. And, and cause he played two parts in the Lord of the Rings films, didn't he? He oh, was did Gimli he? and Treebeard. Oh, really? <laughs> See, I think you're a bit more literate in the cinema of today. I think I stopped watching films in 87. Did you? So, no, I didn't really. No, I did a film degree, but after that, I think my film watching probably became a bit more selective. And it's having a kid as well. I don't go and see. And Lord of the Rings, I think I saw the first one and fell asleep, so that wasn't for me. Mm. Well, it, spoiler alert, he's in... <laughs> he's a tree. He, he's twice. Okay, it? he's two yeah. different things. Anyway, that's enough for this week on the John <laughs> Reese davis pod. Next week... Genuinely, you could do, like, months of podcasts about his career. I do like him. But there's a line, there's a line that Joe Don Baker says, because I was already thinking, it's a bit Donald Trumpy that he's got all these statues of himself. Yes. Well, yeah, shit yeah, mannequins, yeah. I should say. Shit mannequins with his shit face. But then yeah. when um, uh, Pushkin says to him, you're doing these bad things, he says, lie spread by my competitors, ah, which is mm, fake news. Ah, yes. Well, yeah. you see, that seems to be the last resort of the cunt. terminally evil. Or, or the cunt. Yes, yeah, if you prefer. Yeah. We, can, we can use that word. That's absolutely appropriate. Funny, they, they prefigured that by 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe every 30 years there's an arsehole. And, and now we've got this one, but he's not on a film. He's real. He's real. <laughs> my God. Oh, dear. But, yeah, so Pushkin basically says to Whittaker, uh, I want all my money back. Yeah. Uh, you're a shitbag. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't like what you're doing. And yeah. then we realise why. Uh, Whitaker wants Pushkin out of the way. It's all about the money. Of course. And then Bond uh, goes to with Kara to his hotel, and this is the line that jarred with me. Mm. The man behind the desk says, Mr Bond, would you like your usual suite? That's right. And he says, no. What the fuck is his usual suite? I know. Well, I guess... Like an S&M den or something. No, no, no. He, he specifies, because at this point, they're still very chaste and there's no, like... Yeah. It, it's it's um, I literally did the finger in hole gesture <laughs> under the table there like it would be better if you didn't see it but yeah. I thought that anyway you don't want um, to blush again no exactly quite no, no, no. but um, their their relationship is still he's maintaining this very unbond like Ward. sort of thing yeah where yeah. he's like I want one with an extra bedroom mm. it's like I'm not gonna because you have a hole in the wall <laughs> Is that all right? <laughs> Connecting doors. No, just a hole. Yeah, yeah, a just hole's a fine. Hole. In fact, give me a drill. Here's 20 quid for the damage. Oh, dear. Yes, um, no, this is, see, this is, this is Chase. This is a different bond. He's not... He, he clearly wants to, but he's holding back. Well, he, 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 he takes her on loads of rides to get her dizzy. <laughs> I think does. that's a tactic. <laughs> he does. So he can give her a cuddle. Yeah, ro- roller coasters. Yeah. And she's like, like she's, again, this is very like, it's very like taking a little girl to the fair. Yeah. It's really, it's really weird dynamic. And she's like, oh, take me on the big wheel. <laughs> yeah, which is the and, big wheel know. from the third man. Oh, it is, isn't it? Because yeah. it's Vienna, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. So this is obviously an iconic cinema thing already, but she, it's very... Obviously, they just have then a massive snog fest. Well, he pays the for them to stop. Yeah. Which I'd be really annoyed if I was yeah. in the next car along. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially as you'd look round and go, they're, they're shagging mm, in there. I know, Why are we... I know. It's like, yeah. I've got to get to the doctor's. I'm really yeah. ill. I'm rushing to the doctor's, but I'll just have a quick go on the big wheel. No, I don't think so. It Everyone's fine to wait. It's James Bond. They're fine. They've got something to think, watch. Do you think he gave them all a little... I reckon he probably paid them all off. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. But it is, it's actually, again, it's very teenage. They're kind of, they're not having some kind of, I mean, they're not even shagging or anything, obviously, which you imagine now Bond probably would just, you know, he'd wait till they get to the top, no one could even have a quick shag up there. But um, they're just like having this big snobathon. No, no, not this new Bond would take her up to the top and tell her about all his problems. (laughs) Maybe read her some poetry. She'd probably jump out the window. (laughs) (laughs) And then it'd add to the next stories he tells the next woman. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then the more so he'd write like even sadder poetry then about how the last one died because his poetry was so boring um but yeah he also when they leave the hotel the next day mm. bond lets a very obviously brilliant joke that would be brilliant 
yeah. go past him. Go on, which she one? She starts talking about how she wants to be a famous cellist. Yeah. And she says, one day I want to get to Carnegie Hall. And he should have said, well, you know how you get to Carnegie Hall. <laughs> Practice. He didn't do it. No, I, I, I think I respect him more that he didn't. <laughs> I'd have liked it even more. My, my mate Dolts would have done that. Really? Yeah. Would he, he, do, you think, no. do you think he had to be like held back from... Imagine uh, him delivering that joke. No. You know, Cara, you know how you get to Carnegie Hall. <laughs> Practice. <laughs> No. no, I think I think you've judged that one. He's probably wrong, thinking, personally. don't don't push your luck. <laughs> yes, you know. probably. I've already given her a dress and a ride yeah. on the wheel. Yeah, still, still, I've put a lot of work in here. Let's not derail this whole thing now. <laughs> it makes me think Bon would be an excellent dad, though, because I've taken my yeah. son to fun fairs and things, yeah. and quite often he'd be like, "Can we go on this?" And I've seen there's a bit of a queue, mm. and I've gone, "No, you wouldn't like that." <laughs> no, no, Whereas exactly. he's been like, well, "Let's go on everything." <laughs> but like you said, he's got an objective in mind by this point. I think hasn't he? Yeah, so well, you know, uh, you could argue I have my son's <laughs> happiness, but I still can't be asked. <laughs> I just think, you know, it's a different thing. And also, but it doesn't, I don't know, does, do they shag right after his friends cut in half by the glass door? I don't think they do. No, they don't, do they, that no, night? Because no, because after... No, I think he, go, he becomes quite, quite... Very stunned, because he yeah, says, yeah, well, yeah. He, he goes, I got the message. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. It's a brilliant right. bit. Yeah, because if he was, if he was furious before, he's absolutely bloody steaming oh, Because him now. and Jaime Henderson um, <laughs> meet up and Jaime says, here's your passport for Cara. That cello is called the Lady Rose. That's right, gives him all the info. It's a Stratovarius. Cellos have names. Yeah. And yeah. Um, <laughs> then he says, he basically says, you know what, Bond, I was wrong about you. You're brilliant. You're now my best friend. No! And Bond's like, yeah, me too. You're brilliant. Let's go out for burgers yeah. and bowling sometime. This is awesome. After this is all I've over. I've never had a friend. Let's live together and, and we can write a book or something, you know. And then Jaime walks out yeah. and gets chopped in half. Yeah, because you, you have to care about him more than just like the guy that he was... Uh... And that disturbed me as a 10-year-old. I was like, because yeah. you don't oh, no, see that it, was obviously, really horrific. I was just like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, and it's the slightly the, that horror juxtaposition of like carrying balloons, but also yeah. being a vicious killer. And also you get yeah. that excellent Dalton moment because if you had to like the jukebox of Dalton moments for yeah. this film this one will be one of my favourites where he picks up the Smeatsbione balloon and then pops Crushes it out it. of yeah, rage yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. again that rage it surfaces at sort of rightly chosen moments throughout the yeah. film and it, but it's always bubbling under he's always fucking furious and he draws his gun on a small child <laughs> Yes. Which, I mean, he, he reshoots it pretty quickly. Well, it did, didn't it? Yeah, you, know, yeah. you, never, you never know who's running the funfair, but um, mm. it, he, he, he reshoots it very quickly. Yeah, his, it's kind of a very human moment where he sort of, his professional facade never slips for a second, and then he pulls a gun on a kid. It's like, actually, that's, wow, Bond's really ruffled. But that moment, the balloon and everything, all that, yeah. the aftermath of Henderson, Jaime Henderson's killing, is a little bottle-sized sample of Licence to Kill, effectively. Yes, this yes. is what you're going to get. Yeah. Forget all the jokes. Mm-hmm. Forget all this. This yeah. is Bond from now Just on. Just really serious, and really I miserable. I so wish there'd have been more like that. I know, I know. Because he's such a... He's a, he's a man, you know. He's a, <laughs> yes, he's a he proper is. man. You don't get him wearing trousers that go halfway up his nipples. Mm, you no. don't get him... No. With toupees, he's got real hair, yep. real anger, yeah. and acceptable lengths of trousers. <laughs> Which is very important things yeah. in a spy... In a film, he's um he's a consummate bond for me. I literally can't think of anything I change about the way he does it, or no. or, or certainly in this film, it's it's perfect for me. There's there's no other bond that quite ticks all the boxes for me. And it might I don't know that people say it's truer to the books and things like that. And I know when you on the DVD extras, there's there's an incredibly kind of serious interview with um with him and with um, Mariam Debeau, kind of talking about their characters. And they're just they they're so earnest. It's unbelievable. They're all talking about like the books and mm. the characters. It's like 
they're, they're, t- they're all taking it very seriously. But for me, this is obviously, I think the age I saw it at, it mm-hmm. just is set in stone. This is how Bond should be. Yes. And actually, and I don't, I don't mind Daniel Craig's approach to it, but it doesn't come near Dalton for me. I think Daniel Craig, in, well, we won't go into it now. Mm. I'll get into that when I get to him. I know, and, right? And, yeah, exactly. But then we get the brilliant scene where Bond goes to see uh, Pushkin. Yes. And he says, I take it this is not a social call. <laughs> and he says, correct, you should have brought lilies. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. Again, and that's another... Because his interactions with women in this are quite chaste and quite sort of, um, you know, he's quite respectful. Yeah. But obviously he uses... This is, he uses tits as a weapon, effectively. Yeah, twice. Um, yeah, not quite as brutally as some of the other Bonds perhaps have done, but he does, you know, rip Pushkin's girlfriend's shirt off and just kind of shove her in the doorway so that uh, she's the first thing they see when they come in. And it's all mm. kind of very, like, crikey. But then he does kind of gentlemanly sort of, like, get her out of the way and say, go lock yourself in the bathroom. And, yeah. yeah. But that bit's cut really badly as well. There's obviously yeah, more nudity is. there they couldn't have. Yes, obviously. But you'd think you'd want to cut that a bit better. Yeah, It's always yeah. bothered me. It's it always just... a bit awkward. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know whether it's like a ratings part or something they have to sort of angle the nipple away from the camera or something but yeah. it's, a, it's a it's an awkward moment it's quite an uncomfortable moment because I, like I said his relationship with women is not the usual Bond thing up to that point and then it's like a bit, ugh, a bit I icky. do like his conversation with Pushkin it's brilliant it's very very because good. you realise that he, although on the surface it looks like he's there to kill him he's actually there yeah because he's, uh, 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 we skipped over it but at the beginning he says to M I don't think Pushkin would do this, I know him. And then when he goes to see Pushkin and Pushkin says, yeah. are you going to kill me? And he says, if I was going to kill you, I'd have done it right now. And then he says, oh, then I must die. Well, no, he doesn't he say that, the, that things can't move forward, things can't, nothing will get resolved. He oh, won't yeah. find anything out unless Pushkin said he's got him on his knees. You know, it looks like the, the classic execution. And then, and then obviously then you cut to the scene at the opera, which I, which I think is brilliant. Yes. And I didn't see coming the no. first time I saw it at all. And they, obviously they, and he doesn't, loop in Pushkin's girlfriend so she's like absolutely distraught and actually she's a really good actress that girl yeah. she's clearly just there as a pair of tits but she's yeah. a really good actor she's a good pair of tits she's a, I don't a, mean like <laughs> I mean, oh god I don't mean like that I mean that. in every sense she, no, she's no. A, she performs it really brilliantly and is clearly distraught and then yeah, just that brilliant it's that brilliant moment where he's kind of like you know blood bag in yeah. his mouth and is you know and just covered in blood and he's, one eye opens lying on a stretch and then, yeah, he just does that yeah. thing where his eye just kind of cranks open yeah. like a, that sort of cheeky way that he has and you know if I, if I was her I'd be like going what the like, yeah. and she just goes and gets him a glass of water it's like yeah. no 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 actually I think I'd be really cross and he says for once in my life I'm glad James Bond is a good shot yes and then <laughs> we get the bit good. where he's chasing on rooftops now there was a deleted scene here which yeah. thank fuck they left out where he gets on a carpet and sails across oh, the, the flying carpet yeah. no 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 when no, you no. see the deleted scene it's uh, Dalton looks like so embarrassed yeah yeah, and everyone's looking up like, oh. I think they, they, they must it. be. If you're him and he's, a, you know, he's a clever man, mm. there must be bits where you just like, I'm going to just keep fucking this up till they don't show yeah. it. I'm not. I'm not doing this. Because you look, he has got his knob out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't show this. <laughs> and an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> so like, this isn't this isn't working at all. No. Yeah, yeah. And no, if I was him, I'd have. I think I'd have deliberately messed it up until they just gave up. Reading a jazz mag, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Although that's probably in character for Bond. No, isn't I was going to say. I mean, you know, what else are you going to do on a flying carpet? Well, You've got half an hour to exactly. spare. Absolutely. Uh, He he escapes and then uh, meets rubbish Felix. Yes, but not not very. I can't even remember his face now, and I saw it yesterday. So he kind of leaves me a bit cold. This Felix and the kind of the two girls. It sort of doesn't quite work. No, I mean like, do you want to go to a party? Yeah, Yeah. and it's just all a bit. They don't pull a gun on him when he's their ally, but it's just. I I suppose it's to add a bit of pepper or whatever because they maybe they it was like it felt almost like a a an afterthought thing where they didn't have enough bam bam and. 
No, what are they called? Thumper and... Thumper and Bam Bam, the two no, girls Thumper that fight Roger Moore, is it? Uh, Bambi and Thumper. Bambi and Thumper, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's kind of that sort of dynamic, isn't it? It's two sort of leggy kind of 80s disco babes in kind yeah. of hot pants. Um, it's, a, it's all a bit unnecessary, really. I'd rather he just escaped in some other ingenious way. But um, yeah, it, that felt a bit gratuitous. But the chase is brilliant, though. The actual yeah. rooftop parkour thing is just really cool. Someone gets pinged with an aerial. That's always fun. Oh, <laughs> That's very... Yeah, again, we needed sound effect there. Yeah. Um, also, just before then, Julia Suarez's dad was in it again. Oh, Nadim Suwali, yeah, 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 yeah. Who was the uh, 80s Omid Jali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He popped up in everything with and an Alexis ethnic And was the late 80s, 90s Julia Suarez dad. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter where you're from. If you can look slightly less than English, yeah. then any nationality, that's fine. You can just play it. No problem. So, yeah, that's all right. I mentioned he was in no, it. Yep. So then, yeah, Bond goes to see Felix. And, you know, he says, you know, you're trying to start World War Three. <laughs> no, yeah. just... And then he says he'll make an inaccurate recovery. And then... I zone out for that bit because I don't like Felix that much. Yeah, he's pretty rubbish. Yeah, it's like, I, get on with the plot, come on. I generally like Felix, but this guy's, yeah... Oh, no, fit. no, I mean, he's in other films, he's great. Yeah. But no, not this Felix isn't terrific. It's like, it's like he's from Howard's Way or something. Don't diss Howard's Way. Because like, if I could do a podcast, I'd probably do it about Howard's Way. Would you really? Like, don't do the face. <laughs> I genuinely love Howard's Way. In fact, I just... But someone, someone, I don't know who they are, but I feel one day we should probably be married, that has uploaded all of Howard's Way onto YouTube, wow. all of it. Wow. And I've got just gone through series five where the man who played Howard, Tom Howard, and it dies during filming. It's absolutely tragic. And then they carry on to the end of the series and then they make one more series. And I can't bring myself to watch like the last three episodes because then it's over. Uh, and I can't remember what happens and I'm just I'm kind of trying to spin it out <laughs> you could call it always there <gasps> I know yeah. yeah it sounds a bit like a sanitary towel well <laughs> that kind of sums up Howard's way right? <laughs> how dare you <laughs> right well we'll just cut this bit because frankly you're insulting my favourite TV show <laughs> um, but then we cut to um, it's a lot better than you remember John is it yeah is it like Triangle no, no, no. Triangle was shit. It Howard's wasn't Way Kate was brilliant. In both of them. She was in both, yeah. 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 But Howard's Way was excellent. I just, all I remember about Howard's Way is jumpers, yachts, yep. and uh, sort of wobbly sets. Yep. No, yeah. no, no. The sets didn't wobble. I remember them wobbling. Well, a they bit. were boats. I mean, boats are wobbly. I suppose you're right. <laughs> they literally wobbled, yeah. Um, but then we get, um, oh, we get uh, Georgi yeah. finding out that Pushkin, Pushkin. is dead. Yeah, yeah. comes back and says, I didn't do it, Bond did. Yeah. And then you get that, I told you. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And uh, then you get this brilliant John Glenn crash zoom when Witter's phone rings. Yes. And he gives it to Georgi and it's Kara. Yes. And it zooms right on him and he literally does a collar adjustment like, oh, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> I always enjoy it. It's great. Oh, the wife's going to kill me type thing. Exactly. Uh, And then Bond goes back to Kara. And this is when you were talking earlier. She makes him the martini yeah. and he downs it. And that's why I suppose he has to down it in one. But it still annoyed me. Mm. Like, I, because I, 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 I really like cocktails. I like making cocktails and things. I've sort of got the Savoy cocktail book and I like experimenting. And when, when people, I mean, Bond can't get martinis wrong. It has to be made. It has to be really cold, maybe loads of ice. You have to be able to see that it's freezing. And um, I can't bear watching films where people don't ice their drinks when I know that you would in an ordinary situation ice your drinks. So, um, yeah, when, when, when people down things too quickly... It's like, no, no, that doesn't, doesn't look real now. doesn't look real. It's funny they went back to the martinis thing, because under, mm. under, under Moore, initially, they wanted to get away from all the tropes, didn't they? Yeah. Because they had him drinking iced bourbon Yeah, like for other while, drinks, yeah, and yeah. And smoking yeah. cigars. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and obviously John Glenn's thought, no, we're going back. It's not back. Bond. It's yeah. not Bond. Yeah, yeah. They, it felt like a, a, a conscious return to the old tropes, the old things that we all know about him. So then Bond wakes up on a plane after mm-hmm. being drugged. Yep. And, uh, and then he looks in that box and he says, that's not a human heart, it's an animal heart. <laughs> How did... 
And then he notices the diamonds. Yeah, in um, the ice. Yeah, which are like hidden in the ice. They're just on top. You can yeah. definitely see them. They're just like right there. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I could see them. Ice isn't that shape. It's just... But um, yeah, so that's that's a really um, really clever way to smuggle diamonds because <laughs> like you're not looking at the diamonds. Very yeah. clever misdirection, classic misdirection. And Kara says that she's been a fool. Yes, because she knows she's some, worked it out. She's worked it out. Not quite yeah. sure how. No, I can't remember now. Like either. yeah, I mean she's not she's not the brightest no. spark, is she? Bless her. No, yeah, so she has she has a quick. It's it's quite unbelievable, I suppose, really, that she kind of changes sides and then changes back just yeah. just enough for enough time to dress up as a nurse. Um, and then and then we're back in the room again. It's like, yeah, okay, fair enough. I understand that for the plot. Bond's she looking needs to... back. Quite easy to get yeah. out of the dress as a <laughs> yes, nurse. Exactly. To remember that for the future. <laughs> Literally just buy the outfit, she'll wear it. Yeah. Um she doesn't always get the full three dimensional treatment of her character, which is I know it's a Bond film and yeah. what we expect, but it is a shame. A couple of times you kind she's of think, not as bad as ah. the Stacey in View to a Kill, who's basically just like a cardboard cut out yeah, of Yeah, Like she's not really there. No. Um so at least she gets she gets to be good at something. She's she gets a, a bit skill. of action at the end. Yeah, she does. Um, but it is in character, though, that Georgie would talk her into this plot. Absolutely. And then her realise yeah. that it's in a, all They're wrong. in a, an abusive relationship, for sure. Like, he's, yeah. me- he's mentally controlling her. And she's, she seems to go for the older guy, let's face it. Yeah. Georgie, Bond. She'd both. have loved Rog. Oh, she probably would have loved Rog, actually, yeah. yeah. Some wet leather. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you just said. <laughs> well, I mean, his skin. <gasps> okay, fine, yeah. What did you think of it? I don't know. <laughs> it just sounded really oh. horrible. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm thinking about what I just said there. Yeah. No, no, not that. Um, oh, and then when, when they get to the airport, yeah. the guy that greets them, who has always bothered me, is that it's a baddie from Prime Suspect. Oh, so no, I'm listening like, that, oh, then? he's a murderer, I don't like him. Who's that? He's got a moustache. Yeah. Does that help? Oh, no, wait. Yes, yes. And he's also... In... Oh, no, I'm getting him mixed up with someone else. I know who you mean, though. He always plays with, like, posh majors and colonels and things. Yeah, in, in the, the British first series Army, of Prime, one, Prime Suspect, he's the murderer. That's right, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. And we should probably learn the actors' names before we come to these sessions. But, yeah... Um, no, but his he's... name is Baddy from Prime Suspect. That's right, Baddy from Prime Suspect. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what's on his uh, Spotlight CV. But, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't get to do much, and then he gets blown yeah, up in the tanker. He gets tank blown though. up, yeah, yeah. I mean, does he get blown up in the tank? He does. The yes, plane he does, crashes he does, into him. Right, and he yeah. does the, oh, and yeah, then blown up. Yeah. So then, um, and this is when we come back to earlier, when he, uh, Cara yeah. thinks she's going off with Georgie, and he says, she's also get to be under arrest for being a bastard. I can't remember. Yeah, again, that. again, it's just, it's just a bit of a switch. Like, she's... No, yeah, I can't remember how we how we realise he's turned on her again and she goes to hit him. It's like, uh, yeah, that's what um, he says about the Siberian Orchestra. Yes, that's right. The bourgeois repertoire. <laughs> just, ooh, just really must have cut yeah. cut deep that one. Yeah. But it's their. I mean, their relationship is always just. It's just. It's not really thought through, is it? No. She she doesn't really get the uh, full backing of pro- a proper backstory and uh, a kind of her her decisions aren't always made like a human would make them. No. But you know, she serves the plot, and I guess that's that's Bond. Well, hey, we, we it's nineteen eighty seven. Get over it. Yeah. AIDS, everything. <laughs> well, get over AIDS. I keep saying AIDS. Stop saying AIDS. <laughs> Sorry. Can you get over AIDS? I'll never get over I think, AIDS. Yeah, yeah, no, I think, I think probably now, yeah. yeah. We found out that they've landed in Brookside and Grad <laughs> because the prison guard is an actual scouser trying to do Russian. Yeah. I did not tell you to get up. I think he stops trying, like, almost immediately. Immediately, He just yeah. becomes scouse again. He it's like, do you know what? He's probably just, like, one of those freedom fighter guys. He got in with the wrong crowd. Yeah. He probably, I'm guessing he was in the army back at home. He and saw then... a letter yeah, and, and then thought. he thought he'd go and try his luck overseas, and he got in with the wrong crowd, and now he's working for I'm these go bad and fuck bastards. A Russian, he thought. Yeah. yeah, maybe yeah. he's trying to buy a wife or something. I don't know. Maybe he's so bad. Yeah, he's a bit Again, of a twat. Again, this is John Glenn. This, <laughs> he's 
got more backstory than Cara Malovi, the famous cellist. He has. <laughs> but you want John Glenn to step in like in Wayne's World 2 and say, I'm sorry, this actor is yeah. no good. Yeah. Get me a good actor yeah. for this scene. Like they've got all the actors in the world to choose from yeah. and they get someone who... Does he have to do some stunt work? Is it that He's case where you get lunk. a stunt man He's who obviously have to be like a bit heavy. If but... they throw him around or something, then maybe it's just that it was a stunt guy. Well, no, Richard Griffiths. He was there. He probably can do the stunts. Ian McNeese. <laughs> <laughs> would, he, would his agent have said to do that? I think he's probably a bit too famous. Ian McNeese would do anything. He was in the Ace Ventura sequel, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm learning so much. Or the, um, you know, Sarge from Morning Sarge. Yeah. He'd be yeah. good. He was in Return of the Jedi as well. <laughs> Again, carrying on the theme. Your brain is so full of these facts. Like, is, there any, is there room for anything else? Like, no. how to eat a potato? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask my wife. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so they land in Brookside and Grad, uh, and you expect the guards to start telling the Stan Borman Fockers joke at any and, moment. And to, and to calm down, calm yeah, down, calm yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then you have the business with, uh, we should have mentioned earlier, the gadget with the wolf whistling uh, yes. gas pellet. Which, thing. did you have one of those? I mean, I not did. the gas pellet. Not the gas pellet. So I did. It was in, I, like, the Innovations Catalogue or something. Mm. And, you know, if you lose your keys, you attach this key ring to your keys before you lose them, preferably. Yeah. And then if they're in the room, but they're under a pillow, or something yeah. you whistle and it it yeah. beeps back in and then you can the echo sound location you can find your lost keys yeah my brother had one and do you remember there was a trend for a while to have mm. a plastic clip that you could clip onto your jean yeah. belt with your yeah. keys on it yeah very had one of cool that, a Pepe the shark one. <laughs> oh, the Pepe jeans the no, logo oh yeah, the yeah, yeah 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 sure yeah yeah, yeah. I'm thinking Pepe, it wasn't Pepe the Frog, if anyone's thinking he was a racist. My brother no. was not, or he's not a racist, <laughs> unless he's a racist while he's listening to this. Yeah. In which case, sorry, everybody. Yeah, and you should stop doing that. Like, it's not cool. It's not yeah, cool. Just, just give it up. <laughs> All the kids are getting into it. It's like skateboarding in the 80s. Yeah, when we were kids, it was just yo-yos and skateboarding. Now yeah. it's racism. Fid- fidget spinners and racism. Treason. Yes. Well, yeah. It's like... Um, Guy Fawkes all over again. Yeah, it's pretty much exactly how that happened. Yeah, yeah it's like did Guy Fawkes history. invent the fidget spinner? Well, I wouldn't put it past him. No. Put it that way. No. I've got about fifteen in my house. <laughs> yeah, I've got three, but you know, he's he's building up to every every pocket money day. It's like I could just buy another one. It's yeah, like, save up for something else. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they'll be worth something one day. No, they'll be no, landfill, no, and yeah, you know it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're already falling apart, my ones. Yeah, next week, like next week, they'll yeah. be landfill. Yeah. Anyway, so. Um, Bond manages to use his wolf whistling gadget to yep. knock out Scouse Fella and they escape on the a stair car, which made me think of Arrested Development. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> they literally got hop-ons as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he thought it through. He drove it up to the fence, mm-hmm. sauntered up the staircase and just, you know, stepped over. But you do get Carla, cool. Carla being thick again because she says, we're free. And he says, we're in a <laughs> Russian airbase in yeah. Afghanistan. Yeah, 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 and actually they're still behind the fence at that point. Yeah, so, you know, she's, she's not very clever. No, he should have, like, Checked around, no one was looking and just shot her in the head. <laughs> Dead weight. Yeah, she is. <laughs> but she is terribly pretty. Oh. And actually, I don't, to, to give her a I think Marion Debeau plays what she's given really, really well. I yeah, think she's yeah. terrific. And we were wondering yesterday, like, I know she's popped up occasionally in things, but she's not, she didn't have the career that I assumed she would have being the new, kind of, and, the, and having such a lot of the spotlight as the Bond, the Bond woman. The next thing I saw her in and this probably says more about me than anyone else, mm. was uh, in like a, in the 90s, there was a trend in the early 90s to do like kind of erotic thrillers. Oh. She popped up in something like that, but it was like, I think it had Richard Greco in it. Mm. So it was very low... low Missed that one. A very low budget erotic thriller. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, it's her from The Living Daylights. Yeah. 
I wish I'd seen her in more stuff. And I know she she popped up in um, a few years ago. There was a really good film of Dorian Gray in like sort of like two thousand eight or two thousand nine. Okay, yeah. And um, and she was she was uh, one of the smaller characters in that. And it's like it was really nice to see her again because she's mm. sort of I think she's got a really lovely presence on screen. It's a shame that she was made to play such a thick character, but um, you know she she did it well. Doesn't she have a sister that acts as well? Yeah, I think so, but I've forgotten her name. Miriam. Miriam and Mariam. Yeah, I think seems so. unlikely. <laughs> that would be too confusing. You know, for your parents, it's just annoying. I'll stop, I'll stop. Miriam, yes, no, Mariam, I meant Mariam. Is it Mariam? Mariam, double. Maybe I am thinking of her name in Adding an Eye. So I don't know if it was when Bond was was out at the cinema, but I remember... Follow, like just, just she popped. She must have been popping up in the tabloid press or whatever for a few years after that. And she was with Julian Lennon for quite a long time. I seem wow. to remember. Yes, that rings yeah. a bell actually. Salt yeah, water. excellent eighties couple. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I did actually really like that song. I did as well. Never listened to another song he's ever written, but I did like that one. One thing that freaked me out. So I, I don't know if anyone knew this. I did. I didn't know. But when I said it on Twitter, everyone was like, "Yeah, I know." Oh. But Julian Lennon's first two music videos. Yeah. Too late to say goodbye. And the other one That's had a right. stupid name. I can't da, remember. Da, da, da. Both directed by Sam Peckinpah. Really? Yes. I guess you could just ask anyone, couldn't you? It's like, John Lennon's my dad, do you want to do a video? All right then. (laughs) Sam Peckinpah. I know, random. And it's just him standing at a keyboard. If it was Sam Peckinpah, you'd want his head exploding. Yeah, 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 like something cool has to happen. Or a prostitute exploding or something. Maybe they just got drunk one night and said, you know what would be cool? You standing at a keyboard? Yeah, yeah, let's make videos. I hadn't thought about that. I was going to sit in a (laughs) box. I didn't didn't know that at all. That's a really weird mix. Really, I think it was just, I think what what I'm speculating is it was just before he died. So maybe he had some sort of horrible disease he was paying for, (laughs) medical attention for. Maybe. Maybe Uh, he offered him a lot of money. Sorry, Julian, and if you're listening, I'm not suggesting that you are the only way to pay for medical conditions. No, no, no. There are other ways, Medicaid and so on, but uh, yeah. But then we meet the Mujahideen. Yes, with, which uh, they all pronounce in different ways. Yeah. A bit like, you know, when you're watching Channel 4 News mm-hmm. and the host is saying Mujahideen and then the, 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 the reporter on the scene is saying Mujahideen. Yes. And it's just like, some, can someone just agree on, yeah. is it John Fashanu or John Fashani? Exactly. Can we just all agree, please? <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> yes, quite. You say Mujahideen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Art Malik. Oh, this is what this is for me when the film becomes my favourite Bond film. He's brilliant, isn't he? He's so brilliant. He's always brilliant. And you forget what an arsehole his character is as well. Because yeah. obviously he's just you know it's it's he start he he plays up the kind of he's all covered in mud and his hair's all knotted. Yeah. He's sitting in the cell next to them on this airbase, and you don't know who he is. And then he kind of emerges, sort of like godlike, and they 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 give him a shave and brush his hair yeah. and put him in some fresh you know sort of robes or whatever and he and he just looks gorgeous and he's been to Cambridge he's been to Cambridge he's called Cameron uh, Cameron Khan, Shah. Shah that's right and he's just this is terribly urbane mm. gorgeous I admit the hormones were raging at this point anyway so it was like it was a complete twofer by this point it was like mm. oh my god Timothy Dalton and Art Malik yeah it was pretty exciting for me I must say he, he initially isn't going to help Bond. No, no. In fact, he doesn't really. Bond just comes with him on what he's doing and manages yeah. to accidentally get involved. I know, I know. It's, 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 he's kind of not as helpful as he could have been. Uh, he's far more focused on the big drug deal he's about to pull off, yeah. like selling loads of heroin. Well, um, yeah. One man's yeah. freedom fighter. I know, exactly. He's not, he's not a good character, but no. God, I'd like to see more of him. I think if they could have come to him much earlier in the film and there could have been a bit more toing and froing in, in the deserts of Afghanistan, I'd really like that because I think he kind of slightly steals the film for the time he's in it this is around that time though we're all because we, we the Russians were baddies yeah and anyone in Afghanistan was in it was our friend exactly which they were you know. yeah because yeah. you had Rambo they 3 had around this heroin. time as well where Rambo was fighting on the side of the Taliban god those are the days yeah eh? <laughs> Stephen Burkoff is the, playing the same role from Octopussy yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah so Bond goes with him oh then you get him and Kara and Kara's like you're a horse's ass. 
Yeah. She shows me a back end of horse. Back end, you called me horse's ass. She yeah, called me and, a horse's and she, ass. Wants, she wants to be angry with him, but she can't because she no, loves him. He's dogs. It's all it's all pretty textbook, you know. Him and a girl, la di da di da. My my son has um, a thing now where because he saw obviously you know the kissing and the stuff. Luckily, there's not too much of that in no. this. Really, it's all a bit a veil is drawn kind of thing. But um, <laughs> whenever it comes up, we, he just sort of says now oh, James Bond smiling at a pretty lady, just like and that's where it ends and scene and cut and it's. Just yeah, but there's it's it's all very chaste in this film. I think yeah. you don't get loads of shagging or no. kind of cheesy '80s saxophone. It's just it's all quite I don't know. Yeah, it just it does. He doesn't get bogged down in that whole sexiness of vipers. No, no. <laughs> Which I like. No, I do too. Yeah. But then we get the the, the bit where um, Bond fucks up the truck deal and yeah. puts the bomb on board the plane. <laughs> Yeah. And then thinks, oh, I better go and get that back, yes. and gets trapped in there. Yeah, is it, 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 it's, at that point, it does become a little bit Frank Spencer. It does, <laughs> just a little bit. But I mean, he, obviously, it's quite cool, you know, stealing the plane and everything full of heroin. But and that whole scene is brilliant. Just it really that there's is. there's guys on horseback firing guns into mm. the air. There's a plane full of heroin. Everything's blowing up. It's just it's one of the coolest big builds to a to a big old finale that Bond's really ever had. And he gets really angry with Carla again when he's like. He's saying to her, go to the back of the... She's in that jeep. Yeah, yeah. He goes, go to the back he's of the mouthing. plane. Own yeah. the mat, own the mat. And she's like, what? And he looks away like, for fuck's sake, what have I done here? And at this point, right, I know she, like, she gets the cello back in the end, right? Yeah. But obviously, at this point, I'm always thinking, so how did they get the cello back? Like, where was it? Because it's really it's valuable. Maybe like her boyfriend confiscated it when he put them on the plane. Yeah, or... well, she was playing it when he got to her, wasn't she, yeah. When she poisons him, he's yeah, playing it. She's playing true. it there. So I guess she, yeah, she must just bring it with her. Maybe ne- a boring side point, but I'm just wondering, how did she get the cello back? Maybe Necros et it. <laughs> had to remove it from it. No, that would be if uh, Jaws, yes. Necros, oh, yeah, no, no. I, don't, I don't think he had Plus, like... they wouldn't be able to find Necros's stomach after he's fallen from that plane. No, no, no. He would have been like a man pancake. Yeah, so they have that fight on the net. Which not is not on brilliant. the internet. They're not keyboard warriors. <laughs> no, 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 no. Before no. anyone uh, gets any kids these days think, I've had a fight on the net. That's no big deal. All the time. It's yeah. like, and I do it myself. I didn't yeah. need a stuntman. 30,000 feet. With the stuntman named B.J. Worth. Is that who it was? Yeah, which I love as he's a name. He's the bravest man yeah. on earth. I imagine he's dead now if he keeps doing that for a living. No, I don't think, I don't Jesus. think so. Jesus, I mean, just you wouldn't want to be related to he him. Does, he did all the, the jumping skydiving scenes. Like, he does the beginning of Moonraker. Yeah. He does uh, Octopussy yeah. in the plane. It is one of the most View to a kill off the Eiffel Tower, he did that as Oh, well. God, that was amazing. Yeah. But this is, you know, you're kind of buzzing the mat that these these sort of very unforgiving looking mountainous landscape it really and the, the, some of the shots they pull off with the two of them dangling off this cargo net mm. cargo net full of heroin I don't know why that makes it more exciting but it does can they use real heroin yeah definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. like for absolutely definite yeah. <laughs> they, they couldn't cheat that they'd have to get the that's real that's for Dalton I'm a method actor <laughs> yes, that I has need, to be real heroin I need to know it's heroin yeah they're kind of dangling off flapping about like mad in the in the, the backdrop behind this plane mm. over these mountains you know it's just, and just clinging on with their fingers yeah. having a fight mm-hmm. and there's a bomb in the heroine it's like literally could you ma- and, and then obviously there's this complete moron at the controls of the plane who nearly flies into a fucking hill what is she doing tweeting or something <laughs> probably just checking her nails or you know well, that was famously what Hitchcock said doesn't it? you have to have a bomb on the heroine <laughs> yeah, otherwise yeah. forget it no there's, tension. No, there's, there's literally none at all yeah. but into that really kind of taut mix of quite ridiculous amounts of peril mm. they throw in comedy where she's like pressing the wrong button and the door flaps open then she does to pull the plane up and they fall out the back it's like it's proper kind of silly farcical Frank Spencer moments close the bloody door <laughs> almost certainly yeah. as one would if yeah. you were plummeting 
racing towards your doom. Um, and then obviously that brilliant, the mm. brilliant moment at the end where he just cuts his shoelaces one by one yeah. as Necros is holding clinging going, no! grimly to his boot, like, no, no, no. And then he falls, obviously, just clamped oh. to this boot, which yeah. is a lovely image as he goes tumbling towards the earth. Yeah. He's holding on to And then you get the boot. last Dalton awkward gag delivery. Which one's that one? I gave him the boot. <laughs> Oh, yes, of course. If he'd missed that one, though, you'd, nev- you'd literally never have forgiven him. No. So, you know, there, there were some he could step around. That one he had to. And then um, then they land back in the floor and he says, I know a lovely restaurant in Karachi. But they Karachi. don't just land, though. Yeah. Obviously, they're crashing. There's yeah. no fuel left. The engine stop. One yeah. stops, the other one stops. They're kind of floating. Well, not floating. They're kind of gliding. But what, you can't glide in a Hercules for very long, I'm guessing. Mm. And then he's just like, get in, get in the Jeep. Yeah. He's like, what? You know, he's thinking on his feet. He's like, this is one of his superpowers. What I love about this whole bit is that he looks at the bullet holes, he sees the propeller stop, and he looks at Cara as if yeah. to say, this is your fucking fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. look what you did. All you've given me is fucking grief. <laughs> the first one I met Get you. my cello. Yeah. <laughs> Stop the plane from crashing. Me, 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 me. It's yeah. like women. This is why I don't go out with anyone. Yeah. But it's really, it's a really brilliant and stupid moment where he's, look, he's looking at the mountains going, well, there's nowhere to set down. Yeah. And then obviously the minute that the whole Jeep thing happens, there's a huge fucking runway. Yeah. <laughs> and the plane kind of just glides into a mountain while they kind of do a handbrake turn. And then, yeah, he knows a great restaurant in Karachi, which is a brilliant bomb moment. They pull yeah. up to these signposts and one way is Karachi and one way is somewhere else. And he's just... Like, I think we can make it for dinner. Like, you are so cool. And then you get Kara doing her solo bit at yep, the end. Yeah, And Gogol comes. Yeah. I don't mean that in a sexual sense. <laughs> he might have done. Uh, M comes and the minister. And then Cameron Shire on his yep, men turn up. And then yep. he says, sorry, we had trouble at the airport. They're covered in bullets. <laughs> yeah, they're all holding, like, rifles in yeah. the air. Like, immigration was a bit iffy about letting yeah. us in. Like, were they? That's strange. Again, How Farage weird. sees this. <laughs> He is fucking livid. Yeah, to him it's like it's a documentary. This is the trouble with our world. Yeah, when we you know, open borders. But I'd just like to I'd like to point out. Obviously, she gets. So I'm assuming that's supposed to be Carnegie Hall, is it? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's supposed to be back in Bratislava. Or I think somewhere. it's Bratislava. It's the yeah. same place in the beginning. Yeah. But in, inside her dressing room door, she goes and obviously and finds that she didn't think Bond could make it. And she goes yeah. to be sad because Bond's not there. Yeah. And she goes into her dressing room, and on the back of her dressing room door is her tour poster. And um, I'll show you after. I have got that is that is in my bathroom. It's framed in my bathroom. No way. Yeah. I don't think it's the actual one I think it's someone just like carefully copied it but um, yeah it's the Cara Malovi world tour it's actually quite a shit bit of um, set dressing it's like not the detail you'd expect it just mm. says world tour Carnegie Hall Cara Malovi uh, with a picture of her a still from the film like her concentrating on the cello oh. um, but it is a really cool thing that's now framed in my bathroom and has been for some time that's how much I love this film but I tell you how much uh, we care about Brad Whitaker. we haven't mentioned that he died oh yes <laughs> so what? I always felt that Whitaker's won badly too many in this film yeah a little bit I mean it's good I don't think they overuse it though that's the thing I think he's always got a proxy someone who's who's dealing with stuff for him usually you don't you don't tend to get too much of him and actually they kind of pretty much tether him to his base in Tangier so that silly room of toy war soldier you know setups and and that's kind of I'm happy for him to stay there I don't need to see too much of him but when you get to his bit where Bond is at his house I'm always like Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. I know, it feels a bit like, oh, for God's sake, can't they just... uh, I'm happy for Georgi just to be the main baddie here. Yeah, yeah, and to sort of get carted off. It feels like a kind of an add-on from another film, like Mm. another Bond film where he has to go through, you know, a garden full of statues and one of them comes to life. It's like, oh, they didn't even do that. It's just literally, there's a bunch of statues, he walks past them at the end. But but it's a nice touch that he gets, you know, downed by the the bust of Wellington at the end and it's kind of like a... it's, It's cute, but they could have just left it off. And also you get the nice payoff with 
John Rhys Davis turning up and said, "Take him back to Moscow." Yeah, in yeah. A diplomatic bag. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And he and sort of he, he thinks he's got away with it, and then he hasn't. And it's fine. But uh, by then, I was kind of. It felt like it was winding up, and it what was is like, a diplomatic <gasps> bag. Um, I don't is know. A, is it, I imagine it's one of those little clear plastic folders you put files. Yeah, in. I'm guessing it means he'll. What's left of him will be so small we oh. can just scrape it into a bag and, yeah, post him home. It's a bit grim. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think it means kill him. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the, this is the first. Should have said that. You should have done. Yeah. Kill him. <laughs> uh, this is the first bomb film in a long time where M is spared the yeah. sight of bond shagging. Yes, I know, right? Yeah, there's no kind of yeah lovely moment in a space capsule at the end where they peer through the curtains. I think everyone uh... since like Spy Who Loved Me, M has had to witness Bond having sex. <laughs> and it's, it's surprised every time. Mm. They really should understand now that you just give like is the mission over? Okay, like give him an hour, half an hour, something. Just give him some time to you know just just it, expend that energy that he's got left over <laughs> after he's done all his spying, and then um, then he'll, you'll, you'll just find him in a dressing gown with some champagne. It'll be fine. But you know you don't want to find him in the act. That's you know. What's well, the point with the last one? It's almost like Stockholm syndrome. The last one they actually go looking for it with a robot. <laughs> Em, why do we have to see? I have to see him having sex. You don't understand. It's part of the journey. <laughs> now he's all right with it. I, Perhaps that's yeah. why Bond had to pretend he couldn't make it. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. it's just getting weird now. Yeah, he if always they know wants where to I watch. am, they'll have cameras. <laughs> it's going to be like the Daily Mail following us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it does seem a bit odd. I want a scene after the end credits where Bond comes out of the dressing room of the car and Em's like, have you had sex? <laughs> oh, you didn't know you didn't invite me? <laughs> But I like. I love that they finish on. It's just a, the two shot of the two martini glasses at the end. Yes. A kind of statement of intent, saying, "This, in case you'd forgotten, this is the Bond you're getting next time. He's going to Bond will return in, and it's you know, and he's got it's that kind of old school. It doesn't say the title at the end. No, it doesn't. It just says James know. Bond will return. They'd run out right. of Fleming novels at this point, yes. hadn't they? This yeah, was yeah. the last official Fleming novel. Yeah. Yeah. Until Casino was it even Royale. a novel? Wasn't it like a short, a short story. story? Yeah. I think it's one where they've cobbled it together. It was the yeah. last title. Well, the, the titles left they haven't used. Yeah. But they're all a bit crap. Yes. Like Rococo. What's well, bad as a quantum of sausage? <laughs> sausage. Well, there's, there's one they've been talking about using for ages, like Property of a Lady. Yeah. Which is that a bit... sounds a bit. I don't know. It just doesn't sound right. Yeah. No. Don't like it. I don't no. like it. No. <laughs> don't do it. I don't like it. Right. Well, that was Living Daylights. Yeah. So we've reached the point of the podcast where I can't unlock my phone. <laughs> Happens a lot. Um, James Bond would just do that without me even noticing he was doing it. I, I've got Q's hands there, that's the problem. Ah, oh, yes. Uh, it's the quickfire questions round. Okay. It's not a round. First question. Mm. Who, in your opinion, is the best Bond and what is the best Bond film? Timothy Dalton, Living Daylights. Excellent, that was quick. Yep. Uh, who is the worst Bond and what is the worst Bond film? Oh, it's, it's Lazenby. Oh. It's Lazenby and the one that he was in. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, dad, yeah. Just all those stories about Diana Rigg like eating onion deliberately before she kissed him because he was such a twat. Yeah, so don't I, like I shouldn't have given your Twitter account at the beginning. You're going to get abuse. Oh, okay. Well, huh? you're not really. Uh, <laughs> don't, everyone don't listens like to the show. It's very personal nice. opinion. Okay, fine. It is your opinion, okay. and we should be respected, everybody. Um, so, <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> who would you have as James Bond next? Um, that's really, really difficult. I, I would <laughs> Timothy Dalton. I'd want him back. Yeah. No one has ever come close uh, to him for me. So um, I think I'd like someone. I think I wouldn't mind someone a bit more, uh, a bit less kind of swimwear model. Like I think Daniel Craig's a bit. Yeah, I want someone who looks a bit more, slightly more dad bod. Yeah. Yeah. I know he. I know he's a physical person, Bon. I know he's a, a, like a fighter, but I just I liked it when he was a bit more lounge suit, cocktail, Jackson bread, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, no. Victor Maguire. But yeah, no, no, no. 
No, not him. I can't. I can't answer you apart from I want Dalton back. All right, that's just fine. That's fine. It's, it's I answer. just want him back. Uh, Bond is full of stupid names like Money Penny, Small Bone, Good Head. Uh, give me your bo- best Bond lady name. <laughs> I should have prepared this, shouldn't yeah, I? No one does. What's the? It's like no one listens to this. <laughs> um, let's now. Mm, um, I'm just looking at things in the in, in the studio now to see if I can think of anything. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm sitting next to a giant fan, and now all I can think of is the word fanny. So I'm just, I mean... It's just a lady name. Big, big, big fanny. <laughs> big fanny. All right. No. Named after your father, perhaps. Uh, so give me your best Bond film title that you've just made up. Yeah. <laughs> that I've just made up. Yep. Um, k- keep calm and carry on killing. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a hypothetical fist fight takes place between Simon Templer, the Saint, and James Bond 007. Who wins? Um, well, if it's Dalton, then Bond wins. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Okay. And finally, you're stranded on a desert island with Sean Connery, George Lazenby, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Piers Brosnan, and Daniel Craig. Who do you elect as leader? I think we know. Yeah. To devise your rescue attempt. And if yeah. it fails, who do you eat first? I think we know. Well, no, I don't know if I'd want to eat Lazenby. I'd probably eat more. I bet he's delicious. No, 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 I won't go there. <laughs> Brilliant. So, Julia Rayside, thank you so much it's for joining us. It's been such a pleasure. <laughs> and uh, thank you for letting for joining me in talking about the lovely Tim, our, our best oh, friend. Tim. Do you oh. think he will hear this? I hope so. Can we just put my phone number on the end, just in case? Yes, we okay, do cool. that. Yeah, yeah, and your address? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, fine. Like, fine. Credit card number. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Brilliant. Goodbye. Bye. Smashbot. GreatBigOwl.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.